Kings High Tigers at home taking on McCook in the first game of the regular season. And we're here talking to Coach Charlie Shoemaker on the pregame show. Coach Shoemaker, thank you for joining us. Thank you very much. So uh, first question here, so how have the preseason practices gone so far? Good. You know, we're ready to get a game going, and uh, they're tired of going against each other in practice. And it's crazy, you know, you, you kind of spend that first month, and you're in practice, and then all of a sudden you look at the schedule, and you're like, man, in nine weeks, you know, we're done playing games for guaranteed games. So it goes fast, you know, but uh, the kids are ready to go. All right, so you got 10 returning starters on offense this year, eight on defense. How nice is it to have that much um, um, people returning from last year? Yeah, we feel like we've got a good core of experienced guys and then some young kids that are sophomores that are going to be sprinkled in there. So uh, we feel good about that. And, and, you know, all of them had a nice summer and spring, and, and they've gotten stronger and faster, and so we feel good. Is it nicer to have those guys come back seeing that they already know at least mo- most of the system? Yeah, you know, anytime you can start like that at the beginning of practice, you're you're just light years ahead. Um, you know, anytime you can have that experience, uh, you're gonna you're gonna be in a good position. Any expectations or goals for this season? You know, obviously every year our goal is to make the playoffs, and uh, we've come up a little short the last couple of years. So I, this senior group has really uh, put that uh, as their big goal is to make the playoffs, and then we'll see what happens after that. All right, and then I'm um, going back to the preseason practices for a moment uh, here. What areas do you think the team still needs to improve upon going into this first game? Well, I think uh, you know defensively, we've just got to make sure we continue to get better at tackling. You know that's going to be a big thing. Um, we've got a lot of the linemen back, and our front seven we feel like is real strong. We've got some new guys in the secondary; they're doing a really good job. They're just a little bit inexperienced, so you know we're going to make sure that we keep an eye on that. But we've got guys rotating at all those spots, and uh, you know we're going to find out. Uh, we got a good rotation, and, and we got a lot of kids that can play. Offensively, you know, we want to continue to be very diversified on offense and get more people involved. And I felt last year we became a little bit more predictable. Uh, we want to make sure we have a lot of guys that are touching the ball and doing some things for us. And then you mentioned it there for a sec- uh, second ago, a lot of returning starters on the offensive line, four out of five, if I'm not mistaken. How nice is that? That's great. You know, those guys are. That's been a good group for the last couple of years, you know, even in the JV level as they've developed. That's a group that really developed a lot the last two years. And, uh, you know, four of them, I think, are seniors. So, I mean, we've got a good group there. Um, and then, you know, even the four out of five, but we've got one kid that really is surprised us. Chris Glaze is one that, you know, had a nice summer and, and he really came in and ready to go. So we feel great about that situation. And we've got some good tight ends as well that can be mixed in there too. All right, and then uh, talk about some players to maybe look out for this year. I think there's just a lot of them, you know. I mean, Alex Sobota is one that's going to really be the catalyst on offense from the quarterback spot. Um, he's He had a lot of experience last year, uh, split time with Connor at uh, the quarterback spot. But, uh, you know, he's done some really great things just from a leadership standpoint, so we're excited about that. But, you know, up front, there's a host of them. But Keyshawn Hunt would be the guy that, uh, you know, sticks out the most. But I, I think the, the most underrated one is Dawson Jacobus, who's our center. Uh, he really gets those guys. He's he's the brains of the operation, we say, and uh, he makes the line calls and really gets guys in the right spot. So, And then there's just a ton of guys uh, on the receiver receiving end. We've got four really good receivers that we feel confident, really five. Uh, we've got a, a sophomore in there that, that that's going to get some time. But Quentin Sinek's kind of the leader out of that group. And then our tight ends, Jake Schroeder was a sophomore last year and played for us a lot. So uh, it's just, there's just a bunch, you know. And then defensively, it's, it's kind of the same guys. And uh, so we feel... We feel like we've got a lot of good pieces there, and and we'll see how we develop. We'll be right back with more with Charlie Shoemaker, the head coach of the Hastings High Tigers, right here on ESPN 1550. Two months after he got married, Ron was diagnosed with cancer. 
just because of the, the type of cancer I had directly affected the ability to have children. This basically would eliminate any chances of having children naturally. You know, we went from the joy of getting married and starting that part and then poof, your perspective just completely flips. And so when I found out I was pregnant that Saturday, it was just absolutely mind-boggling. It was uh, one of the best days of my life. It made me forget about all that bad stuff that had happened. And I can't help but be incredibly proud because I never thought I'd have a chance to have a first Mother's Day or hold my baby. It just makes the love stronger. We are on in Cara Faber. And our son Graham was born at Mary Lanning. Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration. All right, back here on ESPN 1550 for the football game between the Hastings High Tigers and McCook. And we're here speaking with head coach of the Hastings High Tigers, Charlie Shoemaker. Charlie, uh, how exciting is it now that football season is back in uh, and here? Well, I mean, you always have that anticipation, and then you get the anticipation of the first game. You just never quite know that first game of the year what you have. Um, And I think you find out a lot um, that first night, and and you just kind of – roll with it and see what's going on. I think the biggest thing is you, you want the kids to play hard. They're going to probably make some mistakes, but they got to make sure they have a short memory and just bounce back and just keep competing. I think that's a big thing the first night. Yeah, could you say that a lot, having a short memory? Because there are going to be mistakes. We're all human. We all make mistakes. So how, how important is it for the kids to have that short memory? Well, I think it's extremely important, you know, especially against a team like McCook. I mean, they're, they just thrive on you making a mistake, and, and they don't make, make very many themselves. But, uh, you know, I think everybody in general – the first game it doesn't matter if they're the top team in the state or not they're going to make mistakes so we've got to be on that other end too if they do make a mistake we got to make them pay for it so I think it's going to be a competitive game you know I think uh, <clears throat> we've played them well the last couple of years and um, you know offensively we need to do a better job this year and be able to move the ball and keep their offense off the field because they're going to be real strong offensively. So you touched on it a little bit earlier. Um, the guys are they ready to get this uh, season going as well? Yeah I think so I mean this group of seniors is is really kind of setting the table, and we've got some young kids that will be sprinkled in there tonight. Um, and, and, you know, they've played in these battles with McCook and, and some of these teams that we played, and so they know what it's like. Uh, so they're going to have to carry these guys a little bit and, and keep them going. All right. And then um, are, are there usually some nerves and a little bit of anxiety for the first game of the season? Yeah, absolutely. You know, I talked to some of our young guys the other day. I said, are you nervous? And, uh, and they said, well, yeah, I'm nervous. I said, that's good. I said, you know, you need to think about that and, and, and use that as your fuel as you go through. But I think our older guys, it's more of a it's more of a just a good nervous energy. I don't think it's a nervous that I'm going to screw up or I'm going to do something wrong. It's more ready to get going and, and, and that kind of thing. So there is some different levels of nervous, I think, and I think it comes with experience. So hopefully our, old, our older guys will, you know, really kind of model what needs to be done on the field and, and kind of keep those guys going. And I know um... – from when I used to play high school football, I would be nervous before almost every game, but it usually goes away when the when the first few snaps happen. Yeah, I think so. I mean, sometimes the best thing to happen is you, you kind of get hit right away and, and you kind of get that all out and say, oh, that's not so bad, so we're ready to go. And, uh, you know, you just uh, you hope they just have a good mindset when they go through. And then the main thing is you just keep playing. You know, the next play is the most important play, and the re- what happened before doesn't really matter. All right, and then uh, so what do you guys have to do specifically to, to beat McCook tonight? Well, I think defensively we've got to make sure that we're always lined up correctly. They do a lot of different things, and I, I would assume that the first game of the year they'll, they'll be ready to go with a lot of the different shifts and motions that they do. Uh, they've got some really good speed. 
Uh, they've got good size up front, so we're going to have to really hunker down with our D-line and, and be in our gaps, and we've got to tackle well. You know, that's something that's hurt us a few times in the past against them. Uh, so we got to be ready for a lot of different things defensively, and, and, and I think just more importantly, we've got to match their physicality uh, and just be ready to go for four quarters. Last year it was three to nothing at halftime. We really matched them in the first half with the physicalness, and, and then the second half we kind of wore down. So we got to make sure we, we – mentally are there to we can stay for four quarters offensively you know we've got to be diverse and, and spread that ball around a little bit uh move the chains and i think a big thing for us on offense is keeping their offense off the field so we've got to make sure we move the ball and then we got to take those opportunities when they come all right and then last question for you here um we always talk about uh confidence being an important thing when it comes to playing football do the kids have the confidence they can get the job done against mccook tonight i believe so you know i think our kids are really motivated to get it done uh you know this is the first time we played mccook the first game of the year usually it's a district opener for us and and everybody kind of knows exactly what they have and so this is a little bit different i think and and so i think we we feel like we have a nice clean slate and we can just go out there and, and, and do what we've been doing all the last three weeks. And then hopefully it'll, it'll work out in our favor. All right, coach Shoemaker. Thank you for your time. Thanks a lot. All right. We'll be right back with the uh, starting lineups and play by play description right here for you on ESPN 1550. You've been listening to the coaches pregame show. Stay tuned. Play by play coverage is up next on ESPN 1550 KICS Hastings. Coley Pipe and Steel Supply has been serving Hastings, South Central Nebraska, and the greater Midwest since 1946 with over 70 years of service. The Plumbing Showroom is a division of Coley Pipe and Steel Supply with a full line of kitchen and bath products. If you are building a new home or remodeling, stop at the Plumbing Showroom, 500 West South Street, open Monday through Friday, 7.30 a.m. to 5 p.m., evening and Saturday by appointment. Coley Pipe and Steel Supply and the Plumbing Showroom, both on West South Street in Hastings. The team at Klein Insurance has a winning record of service offering home, auto, business, farm, and crop insurance. If you want to score big with service and great rates, stop by 710 South Burlington or call 463-1256 and let the Klein Insurance team win you over. Stop at Thompson Oil Company, 806 East South Street for complete auto care. Or for your convenience store needs, go to the West 2nd Best Stop at 2nd and Laird. Both locations feature Phillips 66 Super Clean Gasoline in three grades, unleaded, E10 with ethanol, and premium unleaded. Thompson Oil Company, Hastings. High School Football is brought to you by the ESPN 1550 KICS Sports Boosters. Local business supporting local youth and local athletics. Good evening and welcome to Friday Night High School Football here on ESPN 1550 KICS Hastings. It is a Class B football game tonight between the Hastings High Tigers and the McCook Bison. Hastings High is at home here at Lloyd Wilson Field here at Hastings College. Um, let's give you uh, the starting lineups while we have a chance here. The starting lineups first, though, are brought to you by Five Points Bank of Hastings. Locally owned, locally managed, with friendly service, three convenient locations, and a strong commitment to area youth. Many reasons why Five Points Bank is the better bank. All right, now let's start with the McCook Bison. At wide receiver, they have Morgan Favre. At uh, the other wide receiver, they have James Mockery, both seniors. At the tight end position, they have DJ Gross. He is a senior as well. At tackle, they have Hunter Cunningham, a senior. At guard, they have Zach Latimer, also a senior. And then here at center, they have a uh, junior, Drew Dom. 
And then at uh, the other guard, they have Colin Jerome. And at the other tackle, they have Nick Baker. Both of them are seniors as well. Running back, Paxton Terry and Gabe Sainert. They will both be getting a lot of carries tonight as they are both a big deal in the offense. Also getting some carries tonight will be Corbin Jernigan. So three different running backs for the McCook Bison will be getting carries tonight. Plentiful carries as they do like to run the ball. Uh, Cameron Berry is their quarterback. He is a junior. And moving over to defense, Connor Kleckner is the defensive end. Colin Jerome is the defensive tackle along with Alec Langan. Luke Roberts is the other defensive end. Inside linebacker DJ Gross along with Paxton Terry. The outside linebackers are Gabe Sainer and Seth Duggar. Uh, the cornerbacks, Morgan Favre and Alec Bunger. And then the safeties, Cameron Berry and Trey Cutter. The kicker, Trey Cutter. And the punter, Morgan Favre. And then that does it for the hey, the McCook Bison lineup. And I actually don't know if I mentioned this, but this is Mike Spataro here with you on ESPN 1550. I don't know if I introduced myself. Also, here is my statistician here, Gene Shaw. And uh, without him, this broadcast wouldn't be possible. He helps out a lot getting me the stats. And uh, now we'll move over to the Hastings High Tigers lineup. At quarterback, they have Alex Swoboda. Running back, Carson Shoemaker. Uh, also getting carries will be... Uh, Tate Pfeiffer at fullback Zade Widener who will also be getting his fair share of carries the big boy Quinton Sinek and Nate Nordby at wide receiver Jacob Schroeder at tight end and then in the offensive line we have Keyshawn Hunt Evan Marara Dawson Jacobus Chris Glaze and Caden Adams and then on defense for the Hastings High Tigers we have Jackson Hoops at uh, cornerback and Quinton Sinek. At the safety spots, we have Jacob Schroeder and Isaac Hunsley. At the outside linebacker spots, we have Grant Beard and uh, Leif Hunt Holton. In the inside linebacker spots, we have Blake Davis and Ivan Bieber. At defensive tackle, we have Jake Chardelow. Nose tackle, Caden Adams. And then the other defensive tackle is Keyshawn Hunt. Keyshawn Hunt, actually a returning all-district player for the Hastings High Tigers. And as we get underway, Nate Nordby is returning for the Hastings High Tigers along with Carson Shoemaker. They are the returners, and we are ready to get this game underway, the first game of the season here on ESPN 1550. It's the Hastings High Tigers and the McCook Bison. Hastings, uh, well, actually McCook, I should say, won the coin toss. They elected to defer until the second half, and Hastings will be receiving the ball to start out the game here. It is 84 degrees, sunny, not too windy either. The winds are coming in from the south at about 5 miles per hour, but right now here is the kickoff. And it's going to go into the end zone for a touchback. So the Hastings High Tigers will start their first possession at the 20-yard uh, line here in the uh, first quarter of this Class B football game between the Hastings High Tigers and the McCook Bison. Last year, just to give you a little uh, side note, the Hastings High Tigers were 4-5, and five, and the McCook Bison were 9-2. and two. This was actually a close game last year at halftime. It was 0-3. to three. McCook was leading, and then McCook kind of took over in the second half and scored three touchdowns to make it 24 to nothing as the final but here hopefully Hastings High is going to look to turn things around as they start with their opening drive they have two receivers to the left two to the right they're moving from left to right and it's going to be a little uh, rollout here to the sideline 
And it's almost caught. It is caught. One-handed catch there on the sideline by uh, the wide receiver. It's only going to be for a one-yard gain. And that was Quinton Sinek on the catch there as the outside wide receiver. A little rollout play to the right, the or to the left, rather. The uh, Hastings High Tigers, they love to do that. They love to roll out and uh, throw to the sideline. Makes it easier for the quarterback to throw, and it gets the defense moving as well. So now here on second down, they motion the wide receiver, the slot receiver, and they're going to throw over the middle, coming out here, passing the ball. That's Jacob Schroeder on the reception. That goes for a gain of about four or five. We'll call it six on the play, actually, and that'll make it third and one. A manageable third down here for the Hastings High Tigers. They don't want to start this game with a three and out and then have to punt the ball to that uh, McCook Bison uh, offense. They love to run it, and they are good at running it. They ran it a lot last year, ran it down Hastings' throat last year. In fact, 289 yards they had in the game against Hastings High last year. That ended up 24 to nothing. Now here on third down, the Hastings High Tigers are going to pass again. He's rolling out to his uh, right this time. He's going to throw it over the defensive line, and it's going to be incomplete on third and one. And that is going to be a three and out for the Hastings High Tigers, and they're going to put some pressure on their defense here to stop the McCook Bison and keep this game at a 0-0 draw. But for now, we have to get the punt away first. And uh, on the return for the McCook Bison is going to be uh, Cameron Berry and... Gabe Sainert right there. They're going to be uh, key cogs in the offense for the McCook Bison this year and in this game. So now we await the punt from the Hastings High Tigers. And it is the snap is good. The hold is good. The punt's a high one. It gets across the 50, takes a McCook Bison bounce at the 45, and it's going to stay there at the 45-yard line. And that is where McCook will start their first drive of the football game at the their own 45-yard line. And uh, it's going to be a tough night for the Hastings High Tigers. This is a fast McCook team. They got three different running backs there. That was a 27-yard punt, by the way, 27 net yards. And uh, they, got a lot of, they got a lot of running backs. Right now, uh, they line up with two receivers to the right, one to the left, and they are on the left hash mark, and they are moving from right to left. And by the way, the McCook Bison are in white tops and white bottoms. The Hastings High Tigers in black tops and gray bottoms. Here they go. They give the handoff here to number 44. He's going to cut it up, and he's going to get a first down and then some. He breaks the tackle, and he gets down at the 23, 22-yard line. We'll call it the 22. A big gain right there for the running back of uh, McCook. And on, on the carry there, that would be uh, Paxton Terry who took the carry there. 42 for the McCook Bison. Big gain there on the first play of the game. Not the way you want to start out if you're Hastings High defensively as now the uh, McCook Bison are almost in the red zone, just two yards out from inside the 20. Now here they line up with two running backs in the backfield. They have uh, um, Gabe Sainhurt and um, Corbin Jernigan back there. Paxton Terry, excuse me. And Paxton Terry takes the handoff, and he's going to go up the middle, for a gain of about two there. Better defensive line play there for the Hastings High Tigers as they were able to bottle him up, and he only got a gain, uh, a gain of a few there on first down. That makes it second and eight. Here the uh, McCook Bison are going to be lining up, and this time they line up in an I formation with a fullback and a running back, and it is still Paxton Terry out there. Gabe Sainthurt will get a lot of carries as well 
along with uh, Corbin Jernigan, who is the fullback right now. Here they're going to pass it, though, and it's going to Paxton Terry. He catches it on the right sideline, and he gets up the sideline for a gain of about 10 and a first down, and that gets them inside the 10-yard line. That's going to be first and goal from the 8 here for the McCook Bison as they get the first down, and now they have first and goal. Threatening to uh, score here on their first drive. The Hastings High Tigers really need a stop here. They don't want to let seven points up on the first drive. 9.49 left to go here in the first quarter. As uh, this time around, the McCook Bison are lining up in the shotgun with two receivers to the left and one to the right. And it's still Paxton Terry in the backfield. And it's going to be a keeper here by the quarterback, Cameron Barry. And he takes it up the middle. And he doesn't get much. Gets a gain of a few there. It's going to make it a little bit easier of a second and goal. It's going to be second and goal from about the seven-yard line. The six-yard line is where they're spotting it. And here's where our second and goal play will happen. Again, last year, the McCook Bison beat the Hastings High Tigers 24 to nothing. It was only 3 to nothing at the end of the first half, though. And uh, I know Hastings has a lot of confidence. They think they can win this game. But they're going to have to play really good, as McCook is really good. They're expected to do well this year. As they made it to the quarterfinals last year, they got a lot of returning starters. And here on this second and goal play, we have a flag, a pre-snap penalty. And it's looking like it's going to be a false start here on McCook. And that'll push them back five yards. And that'll make it second and goal from the 11-yard line. Makes things a little bit easier here for this defense. If they only allow three points on this first drive after that big run, that's a, this is a, that's a big win for the Hastings High defense here if they uh, – do not allow the McCook Bison to score a touchdown. But McCook, they're tough to stop. They got a lot of runners. They got three different running backs they're going to be giving it to all night. Paxton Terry, Gabe Sainer, and Corbin Jernigan. It's going to be a handful to deal with for the Hastings High Tigers here. They're going to pass the ball. He's rolling out to the left. He's going to take off by himself, and he's going to die for the end zone. It is Cameron Barry into the end zone for the touchdown on that second and 11 play. It is an 11-yard rush there from Cameron Barry as he punches it into the end zone, and it makes it 6 to nothing here with 8.52 left to go in the first quarter. Now the key here for the Hastings High Tigers is they can't get down early on themselves, even though they didn't have a great offensive possession uh, for the first possession, and they didn't hold the McCook Bison to just a field goal or a three and out here on the McCook Bison first offensive possession. But nonetheless, they got to keep fighting. Can't let that get to them. It's an early score. It's still, they're still in the game. And here with the PAT, it is, uh, the snap is good. The hold is good. And the kick is through the uprights and good. And that makes the score seven to nothing here for the McCook Bison. And as they score the football here, we'll take a quick break. You're listening to High School Football on ESPN 1550. Whether you're talking sports or farming, one thing is the same. You need power. Think Husker Power products for propane, natural gas, and diesel irrigation engines customized to your needs. When you require irrigation power, parts, or timely service, think Husker Power products. Your provider of GM-powered natural gas and LP high-efficiency irrigation engines and fuel-efficient Isuzu diesel engines. Call 402-463-1531 for Husker Power products of Hastings, your full-service irrigation engine headquarters. Now, also located in Sutton. ESPN 1550, KICS. Back here at Lloyd Wilson Field for the uh, Class B football game between the Hastings High Tigers and the McCook Bison. The, the McCook Bison just got done with a six-play, 55-yard scoring drive to make the score 7 to nothing here in the first quarter with 8.52 left. Cameron Barry 
ran it in the quarterback from 11 yards out. And that's where we are at currently in this first quarter. And now the Hastings High Tigers will be receiving the ball again. They have uh, in returning it, or returning the ball is Nate Nordby and uh, Carson Shoemaker are the returners. Carson Shoemaker, also the starting running back. Same thing with Hastings here as McCook. They're going to be playing a lot of running backs as well. And now here's the kick. It's going to go into the end zone once again for a touchback. So the second drive here for the Hastings High Tigers is going to get underway at the 20-yard line once again. Now they need to get more than a first down this time. They can't have another three and out because last time they had a three and out, the, they had to punt the ball, and they punted it only about 27 yards to the McCook 45-yard line. And uh, McCook had a short field to work with, and they took advantage of it by scoring a touchdown, making the score 7 to nothing, which is where we currently stand. Now here the Hastings High Tigers are moving from left to right, and they're going to have three receivers on the left, two, one on the right. They're going to motion one. Fumble here on the handoff, and it looks like it's recovered by McCook. I can't really tell. The McCook players think they have it, as it was a bad handoff, and McCook does have it. That is a turnover there for the Hastings High Tigers. Bad way to start the game. Number 55 on the recovery there for the uh, McCook Bison, and that is Colin Jerome. He is also the center for the McCook Bison, but nothing. That was an unforced error there. The Hastings High Tigers just fumbled the ball as uh, Alex Swoboda kind of bobbled the handoff there with Carson Shoemaker and uh, maybe some first game jitters. Who knows? But here the McCook Bison will start with first and 10 at the Hastings 17 yard line. And here we have another pre snap penalty. It looks like another false start here on the McCook Bison. That'll push him back five more yards and that will make it first and 15 from the 22 yard line here for the McCook Bison catching another break are the Tigers but they really need to capitalize on this they need to not allow McCook to have another touchdown as that would be a um, disastrous start to the football game with a three and out a touchdown for McCook and then a turnover and another touchdown but as we stand right now it's first and 15 for McCook on the Hastings 22-yard line. And here we have a man in motion. And they're going to keep it here with Cameron Barry. He tricks everybody. He's getting it to the outside. He's got a gain of eight here. And he gets close to the first down. And he gets pushed out of bounds after the play. No penalty there, though. As that's a little frustration there by the Hastings High Tigers on the tackle. But that is another big gain there for Cameron um, Cameron. Barry for the McCook Bison. And that's going to make it second and seven. Seemed like a lot more. Oh, yeah, that was because it was first and 15. That was an eight-yard gain there on first down for Cameron Barry. And here on second and seven, they put another man in motion there. That is their big tight end, Morgan Favre. And here, uh, another pre-snap penalty. Not sure if this is one's going to be a false start. It is a false start, and that'll push him back five yards again. That's going to make it second and 13 from the Hastings 19-yard line here with 8.34 left to go in the first quarter. Our score is 7 and nothing. The McCook Bison are leading the Hastings High Tigers. And Hastings High here, they really need to get a stop, as I said earlier. They cannot go down 14 and nothing against this McCook team because they can run the ball and they know how to score points. They need to have the defense kind of hammer down here and uh, hold the line, as it were, so they can uh, keep this game 
within range for the Hastings High Tigers offense. And here on second and 13, they're going to line up with uh, a tight formation, eye formation. And here they hand the ball off to Paxton Terry, and he's going to get a uh, big gain there, almost a first down. That's going to be a gain of about seven or eight on the play. That's going to make it third and about four from the 11-yard line here for the McCook Bison. Like I said, Hastings High, they need to stop here. 8-13 left here to go in the first quarter. A lot of game left. They still have uh, a lot of game left here in this football game, but you don't want to go down 14 to nothing early like this, especially after a bad turnover like they had on their last possession. And here is the third down play, third and four from the 11-yard line here for the McCook Bison. They have one receiver to the right, one to the left. The one on the left goes in motion, and we have another pre-snap penalty. And it looks like it's going to be another false start here on the McCook Bison. The McCook Bison are really just bailing out this tasting side defense right now with all these penalties. That's three penalties on this drive alone for 15 yards. They had a false start last uh, drive as well. That's four penalties overall for 20 yards, and now they're facing down a third and nine as opposed to third and four, but that's good for the Hastings High Tigers. It's going to make it a little easier. More than likely a passing down here as well for the McCook Bison. We'll see, though. They love to run the ball. I wouldn't be surprised if they ran it here on third and nine. And in the backfield, they have Cameron Berry along with Paxton Terry. And uh, they have two receivers to the right, one to the left. That is Alec Bunger over there on the left side. And here they're going to hand the ball off. Nope, it's a fake, and he's rolling out to the right. It's Cameron Berry. He's going to throw to the end zone. Actually, not to the end zone. It's going to be at the first down marker. It's caught there, close to the first down. It looks like he has enough for it. And that is a first down there for the McCook Bison. Actually, they're calling it short. They're, they're calling it short. Fourth and one here. They moved the ball back a little bit, and they called it short. That's going to be fourth and one from the seven-yard line. And the McCook Bison are not coming off the field for the field goal unit. It looks like they're going to keep the offense out there for this fourth down play. And the crowd is getting loud as they're starting to get into it. They realize this is a big play early on here in this football game. 6.30 left to go in the first quarter. And it looks like Hastings High got caught going offsides. That is offsides on the Hastings High Tigers, and that is going to move the ball up half the distance of the goal. That's going to make it first and goal here for the McCook Bison from about the three-and-a-half-yard line, and that is a big, big penalty there on the Hastings High Tigers. Not what you want to do on a fourth down play there. You've got to be patient on a fourth down play, but nonetheless, it's going to be first and goal from the three-yard line here for the McCook Bison. They're knocking on the door again at that end zone, they're looking to make it a 14 to nothing game here in this first quarter. And here they're going to keep the ball with Cameron Berry. He jukes a tackler in the backfield, and he's going to be dropped in the backfield for a loss. A lot of Hastings High Tigers on the tackle there. I see at least um, number 58 there, Ivan Bieber on the tackle, along with Jake Chardelow. A lot of linemen got in to the backfield there, and it looks like the... McCook Bison are going to take a timeout, and we'll take a timeout along with them. You're listening to High School Football on ESPN 1550 KICS Hastings. Five Points Bank of Hastings has again been awarded a five-star rating by Bauer Financial Research. We know our customers appreciate having their local community bank at the top of safety and soundness ratings. We are very proud of the five-star designation and will work hard to maintain this level of excellence. 
knowing our community, and knowing our customers. It's what sets a community bank apart from others. Five Points Bank of Hastings, member FDIC. ESPN 1550, KICS. Back here at Lloyd Wilson Field for the Class B football game between the Hastings High Tigers and the McCook Bison. Hastings High right now trailing 7 and nothing with 6.13 left to go in the first quarter. And McCook knocking on the door once again with second and goal from the 9-yard line here. As last play, Cameron Berry got tackled for a four-yard loss. And here Cameron Berry's going to keep the ball again. And he's tackled for a loss again. Loss of about five on that one. That's going to push them back to third and goal from the 14-yard line. As the Hastings High Tigers are looking to have a first and goal st- or a goal line stand here. As I should say, even though the McCook Bison never really got to the goal line. They got close. They had first and goal from the three-yard line. Now they're facing third and goal. From the 14-yard line, as that's back-to-back five-yard losses by Cameron Berry there. And now the Hastings High Tigers are looking to capitalize on this third and long. 5.30 left to go here in the first quarter. 7 and nothing is our score. They're going to throw the ball. They have a man open, wide open, and he's into the end zone for the touchdown for the McCook Bison to make the score 13 to nothing. Here in the first quarter, Cameron Berry with a beautiful ball there to their big tight end. And that is uh, Alec Bunger on the catch. Morgan Favre, excuse me, Morgan Favre on the catch there for the uh, McCook Bison. Now here is the PAT, the point after. 13 to nothing is our score. The hold is good, the snap is good, and the kick is a high one. And it goes wide right. Wide right on the kick there, and that's going to keep the score at 13 to nothing. We will take a break. You're listening to High School Football on ESPN 1550. This is Tom from Burt's Pharmacy. A reminder for all of our flu shot clinics that we're starting to schedule flu shots, so give us a call, 462-4466. If your office would like us to come out and give flu shots on site, like I said, give us a call. Also, compliance packaging. Give us a call if you or your loved one need some assistance in setting up some compliance packaging. That can be done at either store, Burt's Downtown, 402-462-4343, or Burt's at the Clinic, 462-4466. Thanks. ESPN 1550, KICS. ESPN 1550 back here at Lloyd Wilson Field for the Class B football game between the Hastings High Tigers and McCook Bison. Score is 13 to nothing on that last drive. It was seven plays, 22 yards. They had about four penalties on that drive. Well, there was three penalties on McCook, one on Hastings, and the one on Hastings was a big one because it was on fourth down. But nonetheless, our score here is 13 and nothing after that turnover on Hastings' second offensive drive of the game. It was a bobbled snap, a fumble on the handoff, and here is the kickoff. The other two were touchbacks. This one, a touchback as well. In fact, that one went further than anything. And uh, he is kicking into the wind, though, is the kicker there for the McCook Bison, and that is Trey Cutter. He's a good kicker, I've heard, but cooking into the wind, I'm sure that helps out a little bit. As we do have winds here to tonight uh, at the south at 7 miles per hour. Currently, the temperature is 83 degrees. And we're looking at an 816 sunset. So the sun will set on this game here at Lloyd Wilson Field. And here on first down, the Hastings High Tigers start at their own 20-yard line. 
And let's see what they do here with this offensive possession. They're going to hand the ball off there. That is going to be Carson Shoemaker on the carry. And that's going to be for a gain of about, eh, I'd say about three yards there on first down. And that's going to make it second and seven. And that was actually Zane Widener, Zade Widener on the carry there for the Hastings High Tigers as uh, they had Carson Shoemaker and Zade in the backfield. And here on second and seven, Hastings lines up in the shotgun position. A man goes in motion. They're going to fake the handoff to him, and they're going to throw it over the middle, and it's picked off, picked off there by the McCook Bison, and this one might be returned to the end zone. It is a touchdown there for McCook on the interception, and that makes the score just like that, 19 to nothing, as Hastings High has come out here kind of flat-footed. Not a great throw there by Alex Wavoda as he threw it high. It was tipped up in the air, and it was picked off for a 30-yard touchdown return there for the McCook Bison, and a 21-yard return, actually. But he returned. He caught it at the 30, and returned it 30 yards for the touchdown to make it 19 to nothing. And here the uh, McCook Bison are lining up for the PAT. The snap is good. Hold is good. Kick this time. Right through the uprights, and that makes it 20 to nothing here. McCook over Hastings High. We'll take a quick break here on ESPN 1550. Summer sale event happening now at Gary Michaels Clothiers in downtown Hastings and Kearney. Shop our semi-annual half-price sale, all summer inventory, half off. Sports coats and suits from $99. Select dress shirts and ties, half off. Men's shorts, tees, and polos, half off. Ladies, shop our sale rack starting at $9. Select Brighton and Hobo handbags, 50% off. Shop and save during our summer sale at Gary Michaels Clothiers in downtown Hastings and Kearney. Back here at Hay- uh, Lloyd Wilson Field for the Hastings High Tigers taking on the McCook Bison. Our score here in the first quarter, McCook 20, Hastings High nothing. 446, 446 left to go here in the first quarter. And McCook will be kicking off once again after that turnover. It was an interception returned for a touchdown by the McCook Bison as that is back-to-back drives with a turnover and the first drive of the game, the Hastings High Tigers win three and out. So this is a disastrous start for the game uh, for the Hastings High Tigers. And the uh, man who got the pick six there was Alec Bunger. And here is the kickoff, and it's going to be returned here. This one's returnable here. Number uh, Carson Shoemaker on the return, and he's going to get it not even to the 20-yard line. He's going to get it to the 13 before he's taken down. And that is where Hastings High will start their fourth, fourth possession of the game down 20 to nothing here. They need to do something offensively. They just can't they can't just keep turning the ball over. They need to get at least a few first downs as Hastings High is really struggling here in this first quarter. Game's not over yet though. A lot of football left to be played. It is not over. It might be 20 to nothing, but they got to keep fighting and uh, keep working hard here. They cannot give up. They got a group full of seniors and juniors though, so hopefully that experience will help them along here. Now here on first down, uh, they're going to drop back to throw, dump it off here to Carson Shoemaker, and he's going to get forward for about a gain of five here on first down. And that uh, will be the first completion of the game, the second completion of the game, actually, for Alex Woboda. The third completion, actually, yeah. It's hard to remember. They, they haven't had a first down yet, so it doesn't feel like they've done much moving on offense, but that is the third completion for Alex Woboda. 
And the first one to Zade Widener. Now here on second down, they're facing a second and four from their own 20-yard line. Four minutes left to go here in the first quarter. Our score is 20 to nothing here. They're going to hand the ball off to Carson Shoemaker. He's going to try to bounce it to the outside, and he's going to be tackled for a loss there right around the 15-yard line. They're going to mark him down at the 14-yard line, and that's going to be a loss of six. Loss of six there on second down. That's going to make it third and 10 here for the Hastings High Tigers. Not a great start offensively here for the Hastings High Tigers. They need to do better. And uh, it is a tough team. They're playing against McCook. 9-2 and two last year. Made it to the quarterfinals. Got a bunch of returning starters. They have 10 returning starters, 8 returning starters on offense, 9 starters on defense. And uh, it shows. McCook is really good here. Here on 3rd and 10, Hastings. Uh, we have a timeout here by the Hastings Tigers before that 3rd down snap. And we will take a timeout right along with them. Our score here at Lloyd Wilson Field is Hastings High 0 and the McCook Bison 20 on ESPN 1550. Here's what a few happy customers are saying about Russ's Market in Hastings. I love shopping at Russ's Market. The employees are so friendly and helpful. They even bag your groceries and carry them to the car for you. Now that is service. At Russ's Market, I always find the freshest meat and produce around, and the deli has tasty items prepared for an instant meal. Russ's Market is my one-stop shop, from bakery to a cafe and great selections on groceries and supplies, too. Shop Russ's Market in Hastings, because quality matters. ESPN 1550, KICS. Back here at Lloyd Wilson Field for this First game of the year between the Hastings High Tigers and the McCook Bison here in Class B football. Our score is McCook 20, Hastings High nothing, and a pivotal third down here for the Hastings High Tigers as they line up in the shotgun. Two receivers to the left, one to the right here. They're going to fake the handoff, and he's going to roll out to the left. He's throwing it deep here is Swoboda, and it's going to be just out of the reach there for the wide receiver. Big old number 83 there on the... Uh, Attempt, that's Jacob Schroeder, their tight end, and that is going to be an incomplete. That's going to make it fourth down and ten, and Charlie Shoemaker has no choice but to punt the ball here as they're in their own area of the field at their own 14-yard line. 3.49 left to go here in the first quarter. It's already 20 to nothing, and they're about to punt the ball back to the uh, McCook Bison here in the first quarter. And on the return here, they have uh, the McCook Bison have... Cameron Berry and uh, Gabe Sainert back there. Sabert takes the ball at the 50-yard line. He breaks a tackle, breaks another tackle, but it's all for only a gain of about five yards there on the punt return, and that's going to give them good starting field position, though, nonetheless. They got first and 10 here from the Hastings 45-yard line, and that is a net uh, punt of 36 yards there for the punter for Hastings High Tigers. And here on first down, 3.39 left to go in the first quarter. Cameron Berry lines up in the backfield there. That is Paxton Terry as well with him. And they've been switching out running backs, like we said, Gabe Sainer, Paxton Terry, and Corbin Jernigan as well. Now here, he's going to drop back to throw is Berry, and he's throwing it deep. He's got a man open, and it's caught at the 10-yard line, and he goes into the end zone for the touchdown. That is Morgan Favre on the carry, on the catch, excuse me, 
And that is another big touchdown here for the McCook Bison. And this is not the first quarter Charlie Shoemaker had hoped for. That makes it 26 to nothing here with 3.30 left to go. It is already turning into a blowout here for the Hastingside Tigers. But as I said earlier, there's a lot of football left to go. This is only the first quarter, and they still have three quarters left to go. They're, they're down four possessions at this point uh, pending the extra point, but it's not over. Got to keep fighting. Here on the extra point, the snap is good, hold is good, kick is up, and good. That'll make the score 27 to nothing. McCook leading over Hastings. We'll take a break. You're listening to High School Football on ESPN 1550. Get more than you expect. Direct. Furniture Direct is overstocked and we need room, so it's time to save on discontinued and overstock items. Anything with a red, white, and blue tag is marked down to move. Save on sofas, dining room, recliners, bedroom, and more. Mattress Direct is even joining in with Queen Beauty Sleep mattresses priced as low as $299. Now that's getting more than you expect. The red, white, and blue sale going on now at Furniture and Mattress Direct behind Sonic and Hastings. And find even more savings online at FurnitureDirectHastings.com. ESPN 1550, KICS. Back here at Lloyd Wilson Field, our score, the McCook Bison leading over the Hastings High Tigers, 27-0 on that last drive. Cameron Berry threw a 45-yard bomb to Morgan Favre, the uh, wide receiver there for the McCook Bison, and it was a beautiful throw. Beautiful throw and catch as they did a play action there on first down. I think Hastings was kind of expecting a run because they had no safety help, and it was just one-on-ones all across the board there for the cornerbacks. Tough, tough start here for the Hastings High Tigers, but it's not over yet. Still got three quarters and three minutes and 30 seconds left to go in this football game. They got time to come back. 27 to nothing is our score. It's a high kickoff here as Hastings is returning it, and that one's going to be bobbled, and it's into the end zone for a touchback. I guess he didn't touch it. It looked like that could have been... Close to a fumble there for a second. I guess he didn't touch it. It looked like he touched it there with his left arm. But nonetheless, it went into the end zone, so it is still a touchback. As in uh, uh, high school football there, if it touches the end zone, it is a touchback no matter what. So it's first and 10 from the 20-yard line here for the Hastings High Tigers. And that's another thing they're losing already, though, in this football game. Not just on the scoreboard. They're losing the position battle. They're started every drive. The 25 drives here. Four of them they've started at the 20-yard line, including this one. And the other one they started at the 14-yard line. So not great field position here for the Hastings High Tigers. And we have a flag here. A uh, illegal motion here. False start, actually, on the offense. But nonetheless, that's going to be five yards back there for... The Hastings High Tigers, that's going to make it first and 15 from their own 15-yard line. Alex Woboda really struggling here today. He has an interception. Been oh, He overthrew Jacob Schroeder, who he did have open a couple steps there on the cornerback, but he wasn't able to get the job done there on that third down on the last drive. Now here on first and 15, uh, Swoboda drops back. He's under pressure. He escapes the sack. Now he's going to try to run with it, and he's going to get forward for about a gain of, we'll call it four yards there on first down, and that'll make it second and 11 from their own 19-yard line here for the Hastings High Tigers as the first quarter starting to wind down. Three minutes left. Beautiful night here for football at Lloyd Wilson Field here in Hastings. It's uh, 82 degrees. We're looking at an 816 sunset. Seven-mile-per-hour winds out of the south. Uh, about 55% humidity, so not too bad. It feels like 85 out there. And 
Here we go on the second and 11 play here for the Hastings High Tigers. They put a man into motion. Swoboda's going to drop back. I'm sure they're going to be throwing a lot for the rest of this game. And he's going to pass it over the middle. It's going to be incomplete. Wide receiver and Swoboda not on the same page there. Quinton Sinek not on the same page there. And you see them talking to each other, complaining about something. Well, making hand motions. It just seems like Hastings High is frustrated here. Not on the same page. People are flat-footed. And it's just not looking good. I know Carson Shoemaker is down there. He's not happy with his team's performance here in the first quarters. They're already down 27 to nothing. We're looking at a potential running clock rule here in the second half if uh, McCook and Hastings keep up this uh, play here on the field. Now they're facing a third and 11. Big third down here for the Hastings side Tigers. They need a first down. They can't. They can't just keep getting these three and outs. But here Swoboda drops back. He hangs in the pocket. He's going to throw it over the middle. And this one, he had a man open, but he overthrew it there. That was Nate Nordby there was the intended target. And he just wasn't able to jump high enough for it as it went over his head. And now another punt here from the Hastings Side Tigers. That's going to make it fourth and 11 as they bring out the punt team with 2.24 left to go here in this first quarter Hastings High really struggling really really struggling on offense the defense hasn't been playing horrible well they've been playing pretty bad they've actually uh let McCook get away with a lot they had three false starts on one drive and they still let them get a touchdown and here on the return it's gonna be Cameron Barry he shakes out of a tackle shakes out of another tackle he gets to the 50 yard line a return of about 10 yards there as he got it at the 50 or the 40, excuse me, their own 40, and he returned it to about the 50. And this is going to be another good starting field position here for the McCook Bison as they have started all their drives uh, in great field position too. That's a big good punt there, though. It's a 42-yard punt. And McCook, they've started their drives at the 45, the uh, own 45, and now the 50-yard line as they had a interception return was their other touchdown. Now here they line up in a tight formation, I formation with um, Corbin Jernigan in the backfield. Corbin takes the handoff. He breaks a tackle. He won't go down easily. He's grabbed down by the legs, and then he's taken down after a gain of about six there, and that is going to be making it six, second and five here for the McCook Tigers. That was a gain, or the McCook Bison, excuse me. That was a gain of five there on first down. And like I said, they, they just cycle in running backs here. Now they got Ty Stevens coming in. He's not even... Uh, on the running back list, but they got him coming in at running back. And here on second down, they line up with three men in the backfield. Cameron Berry along with Paxton Terry and Gabe Sainer. Gabe's going to take the handoff here for no gain as he gets bottled up at the line of scrimmage. And that's going to make it third and five here for the McCook Bison. They have cycled in at least four different running backs now because now they have Alec Bunger coming in at running back as uh, it, um, Sainert comes out here for the McCook Bison. Now they got number eight coming in, Trey Cutter, who is also the, the kicker. Yep, the kicker for the McCook Bison here. And he's coming in at wide receiver here for the uh, McCook Bison here on third and five. Hastings needs to stop here. They can't, they can't let McCook get another score here in this first quarter. 45 seconds left to go in the first. McCook is going to throw the ball here. He's going to throw it out to their wide receiver, number 21. He's going to break a tackle, going to uh, fight his way forward for a first down, and he gets it. Big play there on 35. A little bit of jibber-jabber after the play, too, as Alec Bunger on the catch there. He 
was talking some trash there to the cornerback here for the Hastings Tigers, Quentin Sinek. It looks like he was talking trash to there on the sideline as he pushed him out of bounds. And uh, as the old saying goes in football, he didn't get tackled there. He tackled the other guy. I don't know if that's the saying, but that's what he did do. He pushed him out of bounds, got the first down, and now we're looking at a first and 10 here from the Hastings 32-yard line. And uh, Cameron Berry's going to hand the ball off here to Paxton Terry. Big hole. Breaks the tackle. Gets down to about the 20-yard line. Gain of about 12 there on first down. And that's going to get another first down here for the McCook Bison. Because now they're looking at first and 10 inside the red zone. Right at the red zone at the 20-yard line with 33 seconds left to go here in the first quarter. We're not sure if they're going to get another playoff. They might snap the ball again. But either way, Hastings high. Playing bad defensively and offensively. There's no other way to put it. Can't stop McCook, and they can't get a first down. They haven't had one all game yet. And uh, here on this first and 10 play, it's looking like it's going to be a illegal motion. False start here on McCook. That makes it first and 15 from their 25-yard line here. 15 seconds left to go as the clock is stopped. Here in the first quarter, 27 and nothing is our score. McCook leading over the Hastings Tigers in this first game. And I'm not sure. Now the clock's going. Now the clock's going as the clock wasn't going for a sec there, but I don't think McCook will get a snap off here. We'll see. They are lining up for a snap. Five seconds left to go here in the first quarter. Don't know if they're going to snap the ball. And they are. They get a playoff in time. Cameron Berry rolls out to his right, and we have whistles, and it looks like the refs aren't going to allow it. The refs say they didn't get to the playoff in time, I believe. Not sure what the refs are doing here. That is the end of the first quarter. All right, they called it. That's the end of the first quarter. Didn't get the playoff in time, and that will make our score here at the end of the first quarter. The McCook Bison, 27. Hastings High, nothing. You're listening to High School Football on ESPN 1550. Keith's Drive-In Drug and Keith's Medical Park Pharmacy always give you the fast, friendly service you've come to expect over the years. From prescription drugs to over-the-counter medications, trust Keith's Drive-In Drug at 5th and Hastings and Keith's Medical Park Pharmacy in Hastings Medical Park. When you need body work, call Sealy Body Shop in Hastings. Sealy's uses environmentally friendly products from PPG. Sealy's offers complete collision repair and restoration. Sealy's Body Shop, the name you trust. At 201 South Hastings Avenue in Hastings. Physical Therapy and Sports Rehab of Hastings is the trusted name in sports injury management. The staff of PTSR provides up-to-date and efficient care of sports-related injuries, returning athletes quickly and safely back to the playing field. PTSR offers free evaluation of sports-related injuries to all area athletes during convenient 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. hours, Monday through Friday. Call 402-462-8824. Remember, Physical Therapy and Sports Rehab of Hastings for all your physical or occupational therapy needs. ESPN 1550, KICS. Back here at Lloyd Wilson Field for the start of the second quarter between the uh, Class B football game between the Hastings High Tigers and McCook Bison. Hastings High, horrible first quarter here. 27 to nothing. McCook leads over Hastings High as Hastings couldn't do anything on offense and couldn't stop a nosebleed on defense. And here on first and 10, they're going to do a, a halfback pass, and it's going to be a touchdown. Number 42 there on the throw, Paxton Terry. They 
tossed the ball out to the right to Paxton. He looked like he was going to run the ball. He held up for the pass and threw a touchdown there to number 20, Carson Shoemaker there on the catch. And that makes the score 33 to nothing here in the second quarter as McCook just keeps hitting bangers as they keep scoring and scoring and keep getting stops on defense. McCook is looking like a really good team out here, making Hastings High look silly. Hastings High is a good team, though. They went 4-5 and five last year, yes, but they have a lot of returning starters, a lot of returning experience, and it's not helping them here tonight as the PAT is up and good to make the score 34 to nothing. We'll take a break here on ESPN 1550. The train tracks are gone, and over time, things change. But Vons Printers continues to be your full-service printing specialist. From start to finish, Vons Printers will customize your own logo, print business cards, envelopes, letterheads, brochures, and notepads to create a calling card for your business. Expect quality, personalized service, and competitive pricing from your full-service printing experts. For over 85 years, locally owned and operated, Vons Printers, 2nd and East Side Boulevard in Hastings. ESPN 1550, KICS. Back here at Lloyd Wilson Field, our score in the second quarter, the McCook Bison 34, Hastings Tigers nothing. And on that drive, it was six plays, 50 yards, and it was a big uh, 34-yard touchdown play to cap it off. It was a halfback toss from Paxton Terry to uh, Carson Shoemaker there. Or not Carson Shoemaker, excuse me. Um... Morgan Favre there on the catch. Carson Shoemaker plays for the Hastings High Tigers. I was getting the number 20s there confused. Nonetheless, the score is still 30-4 to to nothing. And I'm sure Carson Shoemaker wants to get into the end zone as he is the starting running back this year for the Hastings High Tigers. Here is the kick. It's a deep one. And this one's not going to go out of bounds. It's going to be fielded here at the three-yard line. He's going to get up to about the 15, try to bake a tackle. And he's going to get pushed back a couple yards. And he's going to be downed right around at the 14-yard line, it looks like, where they're going to mark him down. And that's going to be another horrendous starting field position here for the Hastings Tigers. They actually mark it down at the 15-yard line. And that'll make it the drive starting here, first and 10 from their own 15. Got 75 yards, 85 yards actually, excuse me, to go till they hit pay dirt. And they need to hit pay dirt here. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. They need to get a touchdown on this drive. They need to get back into this game. They need to get some energy here in the Hastings uh, uh, High Tigers crowd. There's a lot of people here for this game, but no one really talking or hooting and hollering. And here on this first down play, Swoboda's going to drop back, and he's going to throw it deep, and it's going to be pass interference here as uh, number three here for the Hastings High Tigers. Quentin Sinek draws the flag, and that's going to get them a big play there. That's going to make it first and 10 from the probably about 45-yard line, depending on where they spot the ball. And that's pass interference confirmed. Big play there for the Hastings High Tigers. That's going to give them first and 10 from their own 30-yard line here as it's an automatic 15 yards in high school football. 11.40 left to go here in the second quarter, and that is the Hastings High Tigers' first first down of the game. Got it through a penalty any, any way they can, by any means necessary, as long as they get some yards here on this, uh, I think, sixth drive for them, and they still have yet to put anything up for it. That's their first first down. Here on first down again, Swoboda's going to drop back to throw. He's got a man open, and he just overthrew him. 
Barely overthrew him there on the play. That is 83 there. Nate Nord, or excuse me, Jacob Schroeder, the tight end for the Hastings High Tigers. He was open once again, and once again, Alec, Alex Swoboda just kind of overthrew it by about three or four yards, just barely out of reach there for the big tight end, Jacob Schroeder, who's 6'4", 180, big and lean, tall and lean. 11.32 left to go here in the second quarter. Our score, McCook, 34, Hastings, nothing. Second and 10 from their own 30. And here Alex Woboda is going to hand the ball off here, and he's going to try to get to the outside, and it's going to go for a gain of about an inch. We'll call it a yard. Yeah, it was about an inch, actually. So we'll keep it at third and 10 here for the Hastings High Tigers, as that was uh, um, a second down run there for the Hastings High Tigers. And they're not able to get much going here on offense. Their only first down is through a penalty on a pass interference. 11 minutes left to go here in the second quarter. Our score 34 to nothing. McCook over Hastings. Here on this third and nine, they're going to fake the handoff there. Uh, Swoboda's going to roll out to his right. He's going to be cornered and sacked for a loss of five there on that fourth and third and nine play. That's going to make it fourth and 15 here. And Hastings will have to punt the ball once again. Again. Unless you count that penalty, they have no uh, first downs of their own volition here in the first half as they've already gotten behind 34 to nothing. And they're punting the ball once again to the McCook Bison, this hot McCook Bison offense here at Lloyd Wilson Field. Here is the punt. It is away. It's a low punt. It's a long one, too. It's looking like it's veering out of bounds, takes a Hastings bounce, and it's going to be fielded at the 40-yard line and then Cameron Berry is going to be taken out of bounds right around the 41-yard line. And that is where McCook will start their drive, their first drive of the second quarter here with great field position once again at their own 41-yard line. Just 59 yards to go until they hit touchdown. That was a 35-yard punt there for the Hastings High Tigers. As that offense just can't get anything going. Swoboda, Shoemaker, Tate, Pfeiffer, Nothing can get going. Zade Widener, they can't get anybody going. Quentin Sinek did draw that uh, um, pass interference penalty on McCook. And Jacob Schroeder's been overthrown a couple times, but can't get anything going. And here we are once again with McCook with great field position. First and 10 from their own 41-yard line. Here they got a low snap. And we have another flag here as it looks like it's going to be another false start here on the McCook Bison, it is a false start. That's going to make it first and 15 from their own 36 now. We'll see if Hastings High can... Uh, six penalties now for the McCook Bison for 30 yards. It's a, got a lot of people here at tonight's game. A lot of people on the McCook sideline. Got the Hastings sideline almost all the way full. The Hastings uh, stands, I should say, almost all the way full here at Lloyd Wilson Field. Still some seats left, though, if you want to come down and enjoy a nice Friday night football game here at Hastings High. And if you do, you might see the greatest comeback of all time as their Hastings High Tigers are trailing the McCook Bison 34 to nothing. Here on first down, they're going to hand the ball off to their big running back, Paxton Terry. And he gets a – oh, that's actually Gabe Sainert there. They just keep cycling in running backs here at McCook. But Gabe Sainert on the carry there for a gain of about eight on first down, and that's going to make it second and seven here with 9.45 left to go in the uh, third, second quarter, excuse me. And uh, the 
The score right now, 34 to nothing. It would be 35 to nothing. They did miss an extra point, did the McCook Bison. If they score again, we're looking at the running clock rule here in the second half. So we'll see if uh, Hastings can kind of turn things around and not have that, which is basically a mercy rule put on them in the first half. And here on uh, second down, they're going to throw the ball, play action, but he's going to be sacked and taken down for a loss of about nine there on third, second down, and that's going to make it third and long here. They're looking at about third and I think 14, maybe 15 here on third down. Yep, third and 15 here for the McCook Bison. Nine minutes left to go here in the second quarter. And that was about the best defensive play we've seen all night from the Hastings High Tigers. They have had a couple of times where they've tackled Cameron Berry in the backfield, but they still ended up allowing a touchdown on those drives as McCook is flawless tonight. Uh, haven't let Hastings get an inch on defense, and they've been taking inches themselves on offense. Here on this third down bay play, uh, Cameron Berry's going to drop back. He's going to avoid a sack pretty nice. He's going to throw it up for number 20. It's caught there for a first down and more. He gets it to the 29-yard line. Number 20 there on the catch for the McCook Bison. That is Morgan Favre, who had the 50-yard touchdown earlier, 45-yard touchdown. That's a 35-yard catch here for Morgan Favre, and that's going to be two catches now for uh, 80 yards for Morgan Favre, as he is having himself a game. Two catches, 80 yards, and a touchdown here in the first half, as that's a big first down there on third and 15. Like I said earlier, Hastings can't stop a nosebleed. It is a tough night for the Hastings High Tiger football team out here at Lloyd Wilson Field. Eight minutes left to go in the second quarter. Here Cameron Berry's going to hand the ball off to Paxton Terry. He takes the ball upfield for a gain of about 13 as he gets a first down and more. Give him a gain of 12 there on the carry, actually. And that's going to give them another first down here at the 18-yard line. 11 yards there on the carry for Paxton Terry. As now they have Gabe Sainert there in the backfield. Number 27 is coming into the game as well. Now that's Cale Johnson who is a, another tight end for them. They just got a lot of players, a lot of speed on this McCook Bison offense, as we mentioned in the pregame show. A lot, a lot of speed. They have uh, Gabe Sainert in the backfield along with Paxton Terry with Cameron Berry as the uh, quarterback here on first down. And we have another pre-snap. Oh, it's not a pre-snap penalty this time. It's a timeout by McCook. We'll take a timeout right along with them. Our score here in the second quarter is Hastings nothing. And McCook, 34. You see it every weekend. Teams at every level emphasizing the look of their uniform. Look sharp, play sharp. It's what they're affirming. And Pro Team Design puts any sports apparel style, screen print, or embroidery at your fingertips. In person or online, the latest designs from the widest selection of brands. Look sharp, play sharp with Pro Team Design. 2716 Old Fair Road, Grand Island. Or shop and order online at ProTeamDesign.com. ESPN 1550, KICS. Uh, back here at Lloyd Wilson Field for the Class B football game, the first game of the season for the Hastings High Tigers, and I know they'd like to start it better than this, as right now they are trailing the McCook Bison 34 to nothing in the second quarter with 7 minutes and 34 seconds to go. You could kind of feel it early on in the game. Hastings High uh, had a 3 and out, and then McCook took that 3 and out punt and Brought it down the field for a 55-yard touchdown drive. And they've just been on fire ever since. 
it's now it's 34 to nothing. Their only mistake of the game is missing in a point after. Other than that, they've been flawless here in this first half. And here on this first down play, we have Cameron Berry handing it off to, uh, oh, it's a fake handoff, actually, to ta- uh, Paxton Terry. They tricked me, but they didn't trick the Hastings High Tigers as they dropped Cameron Perry for a loss of two there, three there on the first down, and that's going to make it second and 13 here for the Bison. Now, a little note here. They just brought in their transfer from Greeley, Colorado, I think it was, Joshua Emerson. He's the center. Get this. He's a sophomore or a junior, excuse me, 6'6", 350. He is a big boy playing down there for the McCook Bison. He's their center. You can see him from here. I can tell which one uh, Joshua Emerson is, and he's playing center now. Big boy in at center. And here uh, Cameron Berry's going to drop back to throw, and he's going to be tackled, sacked for a loss there on second down. A loss of about three yards, and that's going to make it third and 16 here. Hastings High still playing hard. They don't want to let that running clock rule happen as uh, the Tiger or the Bison are one point away from making it the running clock rule. That only applies to the second half. It won't apply in the first half here. But nonetheless, they don't want to go down. They don't want to go down anymore. They need to play flawlessly if Hastings wants a chance here to come back in this football game. They need to play flawlessly or else uh, it's not going to be a memorable night here for the Hastings High Tigers. Instead, it will be a memorable night for the McCook Bison. Six minutes left to go here in the second quarter. Cameron Berry is in the backfield. He takes the snap. He's going to roll out to his right, looking to throw deep into the end zone. Got a man calling for it, and he's just going to throw it, dump it down here to his big tight end, number 88 there on the catch, uh, DJ Gross, the son of the head coach of the McCook Bison. And we got a man down there on the field and a flag on the field. We got a man down. Looks like Quentin Sinek is holding on to his groin. That's no good. You don't want to see that. And groin injuries are never good there for players. But uh, he went straight to the sideline and came off on his own volition. He did get hurt on the sideline. We do have a penalty. It was an ineligible receiver downfield. DJ Gross was ineligible downfield. And uh, nonetheless, it is going to make it. I don't know. I'm assuming Hastings will decline the penalty. We'll see what happens, though. The refs are conferring. They're talking things over. It's looking like they are going to decline the penalty and keep it here at fourth down. If they did accept the penalty, it would make it third and 21 from the Hastings 29-yard line. And I believe Hastings is going to decline the penalty. We're still waiting on the word from the refs here. Yeah, it is illegal touching. Declined. It's going to make it fourth down. So that'll make it 4th and 10 here for McCook. 4th and 9, actually. And uh, they got a lot of people coming in. I'm not sure if they're going to bring the kicking unit out to try a long field goal. That would be about a 18, that'd be about a 35-yard field goal if they did try it. That's regulation right there. That's NFL regulation, 35 yards. But it looks like the McCook Bison are going to kick the field goal here. Trey Cutter is going to attempt this 35-yard field goal here on 4th and 10. And if they make it, it'll make the score 37 and nothing with 5.57 left to go here in the first quarter or second quarter. We'll see what happens. The hold is good. Snap is good. Kick is a high one. And it's just left. No good. As that will be a turnover on downs here for the McCook Bison. And that keeps our score here at 34 to nothing with 5.51 left to go in the first half. Hastings High will take over 
with first and 10 here at their own 18-yard line. And uh, that is about the first time they've gotten a stop all night. Let's see if they can get a touchdown now. First defensive stop. Maybe they can get their first offensive touchdown here on uh, this drive here in the second quarter as they need it. They need it badly. They need to re-energize this crowd as this crowd has gone silent here at Lloyd Wilson Field. Here they're going to hand the ball off to Zade Widener, and he's going to get tackled right at the line of scrimmage. She falls forward for a gain of about two there, and that's going to make it second and eight as Zade Widener took the carry there. He is the fullback on the roster sheet, but he lined up as a wide receiver there. He went in motion and took the handoff from Swoboda and got about just two yards there on the first down carry. We got 5.25 left to go here in the second quarter. Our score, McCook 35, Hastings nothing. And um, here on the second down play, the Hastings High Tigers will line up with second, two receivers to the right, one to the left. Swoboda's going to drop back to throw. He's going to dump it underneath to his tight end there. That is Jacob Schroeder on the, care, on the catch. And that's going to be a gain of nine, and that's going to give... The Hastings High Tigers, their first offensive first down of the game without getting a penalty because their other first down was through a pass interference. And here on first and 10 from their own 33-yard line, we'll see what Hastings does as they line up in the shotgun once again. Alex Woboda puts the man in motion, and he's going to fake the handoff to that man, roll out to his right. He's going to throw it high up in the air, and it's going to be caught there. I believe that was Quentin Sinek. He, come back, he came back after that little scary groin injury he had and that was a gain of about 12 yards there on first down and another first down for the Hastings High Tigers finally giving something this crowd to cheer about uh, and that is officially a first down they will get the ball up to the 44 yard line for the Tigers as they're finally starting to move the ball they actually mark it at the 43 yard line nonetheless it is still a first down here for the Tigers and uh, let's see if they can get something going here. They're finally close to midfield, looking to move the ball here on first down. Swoboda's going to drop back to throw. He steps up into the pocket. He's got a man behind him, and he's going to be sacked. And not a sack, actually. He gets it forward for about a gain of a yard there on first down, and that'll make it second and nine here after that first down carry by Alex Swoboda. As he was under pressure, he stepped up into the pocket, and I don't think he saw the man coming from his blind side, but it was a tackle as he was able to get the ball past the line of scrimmage and make it a, at least a positive net gain there on second down. They gave him about a few inches, actually, but still it's better than a sack nonetheless. And here on second down, Alex Roboto takes the snap. He's going to drop back, throw a quick one to Quentin Sinek. He is liking Quentin Sinek on this drive, and Quentin's coming back with a vengeance after that apparent groin injury. Feeling better now. That's two straight catches for Quentin, and that's going to make it a manageable third and four here. Third and uh, about four for the Hastings High Tigers. They're actually calling it third and three. Four minutes left to go here in the second quarter. Our score, McCook, 34. Hastings, nothing. As Hastings is looking to put something on the board here to make it a game here before the uh, second, first half draws to a close. Alex is going to drop back. He's under pressure, rolling out to his left, and he's going to get sacked. This time on third down, he is taken down for a loss. Alex Woboda tried to get away from pressure, and he wasn't able to. You see Charlie Shoemaker telling him, just run it upfield. You had green in front of a, don't look, in for, the, don't look for the big play. Just get the first down. That's going to make it fourth and seven, and Charlie's going to take his offense off the field, and they are going to punt the ball here on fourth down, give McCook another chance to score here before the first half winds down as we have 3.30 left to go here in the second quarter. 
Sun is starting to set here at Lloyd Wilson Field. We still got a little bit of sunlight, but they turned on the lights. And uh, hopefully the Hastings High Tigers defense can come out here and get another stop here and keep the score at only 34 to nothing. Here's the punt. It's a high one this time. Going back to the 30-yard line, it's going to be out of bounds right around the 25, I believe, is where they're going to mark it out. We'll see where the ref marks it out as it went straight out of bounds. And he's walking it up, walking it up, walking it up to the 27-yard line. 24-yard punt there for the Hastings High Tigers. And this is uh, the worst starting field position of the day for the McCook Bison as they start this drive with first and 10 at their own 27-yard line. Not a lot to say about this one here. The Hastings High Tigers can't do much on offense, can't stop a nosebleed on defense, and uh, it's just not a great start to the football season here for the Hastings High Tigers. To be fair, though, they're playing against the McCook Bison. They're a good football team, went 9-2 and last year, lost in the quarterfinals of the Class B State playoffs. And here on first down, they line up with two men in the backfield with Cameron Barry, and Cameron's going to hand it off here to Paxton Terry, and Terry takes it forward for a gain of about two there on first down to make it second and eight. And that is Blake Davis and on the stop there for the Hastings High Tigers to make it second and seven. 2.45 left to go here in this second quarter. The McCook Bison line up for the second down play with only one man in the backfield this time. It's looking like Paxton Terry is in the backfield there with uh, Cameron Berry. And it's actually Gabe Sainter in the backfield. Uh, Paxton Terry's getting put out in motion here. Uh, Cameron Berry's going to hold on to the ball. He's going to throw it deep here over the middle. It's caught there for a first down and more. He breaks the tackle, and he might go all the way. He does 20-10-5. Touchdown, another one here for the Hastings High, or for the McCook Bison. That makes it 40 to nothing here in the first half. That was Morgan Favre with another big touchdown. 70 yards there on the touchdown. That gives him three catches for 150 yards and two touchdowns. Morgan Favre is an early candidate for our player of the game here uh, at Lloyd Wilson Field as he's having himself a heck of a first half as our score is now 40 to nothing with 2.09 left to go in the second quarter. And uh, here's a quick note for you. The quarterback for the McCook Bison, Cameron Berry is 9 for 9 with 238 yards and two touchdowns. And he has a rushing touchdown as well. And the PAT is up and good, and that makes our score 41 to nothing here at Lloyd Wilson Field. We'll take a break here on ESPN 1550. Bar and Grill is a proud sponsor of all the area athletes, teams, and coaches. Get to Rivals for nightly specials and enjoy great food, friendly service, and the best atmosphere. Stop in before or after the game. Every Thursday night is pizza night. Or Friday is surf and turf. A juicy New York steak served with hand-breaded shrimp. Open daily at 11. Rivals Bar and Grill in Hastings. Join the Rivals team. Osborne Drive East at Hastings. Best of luck, teams. ESPN 1550. KICS. Back here at Lloyd Wilson Field. Class B football game between the Hastings High Tigers and the McCook Bison. Our score here is McCook 41, Hastings nothing. Quick update here 
on our actual player of the game, Cameron Barry. I can tell he's already going to get it. He's 9 for 9 with 238 yards, five passing touchdowns, and an 11-yard rushing touchdown all in the first half here for Cameron Barry, playing like a superstar out here for the McCook Bison. Here McCook will kick off from left to right. Hastings High will be returning the ball here. It's a short little pooch kick, and it's looking like it's veering out of bounds, and it is, and that's going to be a penalty here on the McCook Bison, and that'll give Hastings High some good starting field position. Now let's give you scores from around the area, at least our area teams, our, our local Hastings teams. Adams Central, it's not looking too good for them either. They're losing 32 to nothing in the second quarter. St. Cecilia, though, they're up 17 to nothing at halftime. St. Cecilia starting the season off well here in their first half game. They're winning 17 to nothing over Hershey. Good uh, job there by St. Cecilia as uh, they're the only Hastings team winning right now. It's like I said, Aurora's beating Adam Central 32 to nothing, and right now Hastings High is losing 41 to nothing. That scoreboard update brought to you by Furniture and Mattress Direct. We deliver the score. Furniture and Mattress Direct deliver to your door. Uh, here on this first down play, Alex Robota is going to drop back for a pass, and he's going to be sacked there on first down. A loss of five there, and that's going to give them first or second and 15 from their own 30-yard line, as this has been the story for the Hastings High Tigers all night, uh, just moving backwards, basically. Only have a couple first downs and uh, three first downs, to be exact. One by penalty and two by the offense. And here they line up for a second and 15. And they're just going to hand the ball off here to Charlie Shoemaker. Or not Charlie Shoemaker, excuse me. Carson Shoemaker. Charlie Shoemaker's uh, son. And he gets decked right at the line of scrimmage for a gain of nothing. That's going to make it third and 15 now with a minute 20 left to go here in this first half. And it kind of looks like uh, Hastings High is kind of just waving the white flag, at least for the first half, as they are down 41 to nothing. Not, not a great first half. In fact, one of the worst first half I uh, have seen in a while here. On high school football, eh, compared to last year. I hadn't seen a game this bad last year. 41 to nothing is our score. Um, Swoboda's going to drop back to throw. He's under pressure. He's going to scramble out to the right. Completed pass here on, fir- on third down on third and 15. 83, Jacob Schroeder there on the catch. Big first down conversion. That's a gain of almost 20 yards. And that's going to give them first and 10 from the uh, 49-yard line. Big play there for Hastings side. 19-yard gain. 55 seconds left to go. The clock stops as Jacob Schroeder got the ball out of bounds. It was a good pass there by Soboda on the left sideline here. Soboda's going to drop back to throw. Once again, he's looking deep. Now he's going to run with it himself for a gain of only about four there. No one was open. He felt the pressure, so he just ran it up the middle. Got about four yards, three yards, they're saying, and that'll make it second and seven here from the uh, McCook 48-yard line. And here they do a no-huddle offense. They line up quickly. They uh, fake the handoff here to Carson Shoemaker and give it to Zade Widener. Zade Widener is going to break a tackle, try to get out of bounds, but he cannot. That'll keep the clock moving after a gain of about five there on second down. And that's going to get us to about third and uh, we'll call it four here with 17 seconds left to go. Hastings not using any of their timeouts. They have two of them left, but they're not using any of them. And here on this third down play, they're going to jump it underneath here to they're running back, and he's going to get decked in the backfield. Carson Shoemaker gets leveled, and he is not feeling good after that hit. He, he uh, kind of limped off the field there, and that's the end of our first half here at Hastings High. 
Not a great first half for the Hastings High Tigers. Our score at halftime, Hastings nothing and McCook 41. We'll be right back with the halftime show right here on ESPN 1550. Coley Pipe and Steel Supply has been serving Hastings, South Central Nebraska, and the greater Midwest since 1946 with over 70 years of service. The Plumbing Showroom is a division of Coley Pipe and Steel Supply with a full line of kitchen and bath products. If you are building a new home or remodeling, stop at the Plumbing Showroom, 500 West South Street, open Monday through Friday, 7.30 a.m. to 5 p.m., evening and Saturday by appointment. Coley Pipe and Steel Supply and the Plumbing Showroom, both on West South Street in Hastings. Jackson's Car Corner has built a reputation for high-quality hand-picked vehicles. Good, clean, low-mileage cars, vans, and pickups. Stop by today and see them at Jackson's Car Corner, 3rd and Colorado in downtown Hastings, where our customers send their friends. Two months after he got married, Ron was diagnosed with cancer. Just because of the, the type of cancer I had directly affected the ability to have children. This basically would eliminate any chances of having children naturally. You know, we went from the joy of getting married and starting that part, and then poof, your perspective just completely flips. And so when I found out I was pregnant that Saturday, it was just absolutely mind-boggling. It was uh, one of the best days of my life. It made me forget about all that bad stuff that had happened. And I can't help but be incredibly proud because I never thought I'd have a chance to have a first Mother's Day or hold my baby. It just makes the love stronger. We are Ron and Kara Faber. And our son Graham was born at Mary Lanning. Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration. ESPN 1550, KICS. Back here for the halftime show for the Hastings High Tigers and McCook Bison. Our score at halftime, McCook 41, Hastings nothing. The halftime show is brought to you by Russ's Market in Hastings. Russ's Market, Russ's Market is your one-stop shop from bakery to a cafe and great selections on groceries and supplies too. Shop Russ's Market in Hastings because quality matters. And as always, we thank all of our uh, sponsors. We are in the Husker Power Products broadcast booth, powered by natural gas and diesel irrigation engines from Husker Power Products of Hastings and Sutton. Here in the first half, it's been a tough first half for Hastings High as they are down 41 to nothing. Alex Swoboda has been struggling for the Tigers, not been able to get too many completions. He is uh, looking at... Three completions, five completions actually, five for seven. Nine out of 16 I'm looking at here. My stack guy Gino, Gino Smith is telling me nine out of 15 here in the first half for 63 yards. And he does have an interception that was returned for a touchdown. On the other end, Cameron Berry is nine for nine with 238 yards, five touchdowns, and he has an 11-yard rushing touchdown as well, and that's where we're at at halftime with McCook 41 and Hastings nothing. Let's give you some scores from around the area before I get to a little first half breakdown of uh, what's been going on. Our scoreboard update is brought to you by Furniture and Mattress Direct. We deliver the score. Furniture and Mattress Direct delivers to your door. You can get free local delivery, delivery setup, and removal on any Beautyrest mattress purchase. 
Get more than what you expect when you shop furniture and mattress direct just south of Sonic in Hastings and online at FurnitureDirectHastings.com. Now time for your scoreboard update. In Class A, Grand Island is um, all, right, all over Carney, 26 to nothing. Class C1 now, or actually let's say in Class B. Uh, Grand Island Northwest is beating Gehring, 35 to nothing. York over Alliance, 7 to nothing. That game is still in the first quarter. And in Class C1, Ogallala over Holdridge, 20 to 7. Adam Central is losing to Aurora, 39 to nothing in the second quarter. And Captain Taylor Bartis. And at halftime, Central City is beating St. Paul, 8 to 7 in the second quarter. O'Neill is tied with Boone Central, uh, six is all. Minden over Gibbon, 17 to six at halftime. Carney Catholic beating Broken Bow, 7 to nothing in the second quarter. And in Class C2, Grand Island Central Catholic the beating nice Malcolm 16 to nothing. Donovan Trumbull and Wood Parker. River are tied at halftime, sevens. Uh, last night, Centura beat Twin River 21 to 13. Sutton over North Platte St. Pat's in the second quarter, eight to nothing. And then St. Cecilia, our only Hastings team winning here in the first half. Uh, they're up 17 to nothing over Hershey. Good on them. In Class D1. Ravenna is beating Amherst 38 to 6 in the second quarter. And Pleasanton is beating Ansley Litchfield 8 to 6. Fullerton over Arcadia Loop City 20 to nothing. South Loop beating Sutherland 16 to nothing. That's in halftime. Shelton over Franklin in the second quarter 26 to nothing. And then Overton beating Elm Creek 22 to 13 and then going over to class D2 Meridian is beating Blue Hill. Uh, Meriden, excuse me, is beating Blue Hill 28 to 12 at halftime. So you can see that as an upset over there in the first half, 28 to 12. Meriden over Blue Hill. Loomis beating Axtell 20 to nothing. Medicine Valley over Wallace 44 to seven. And then uh, yesterday, Riverside beat Central Valley 62 to 20. And then last but not least for class D2, Giltner all over Heartland 34 to 14 at halftime. And in six-man football, we'll give you a couple scoring updates here. Creek Valley beating Eustace Farnham 20-6. And that is the only game currently going on in six-man football. And that does it for our scoreboard update, which, again, is brought to you by Furniture and Mattress Direct. We deliver the score. Furniture and Mattress Direct delivers to your door. Get free local delivery, setup, and removal on any beauty rest mattress purchase. Get more than what you expect when you shop Furniture and Mattress Direct just south of Sonic and Hastings and online at FurnitureDirectHastings.com. The halftime show, of course, is brought to you by Russ's Market as well. And the starting lineups are brought to you by Five Points Bank in Hastings. And, of course, we're in the Husker Power Products broadcast booth powered by natural gas and diesel irrigation engines from Husker Power Products of Hastings and Sutton. And uh, looking back at that first half here for a little bit, Hastings High not playing as good as they need to be to beat a good team like McCook. They're making a lot of self-imposed mistakes. And McCook, like Charlie Shoemaker said in the pregame interview, McCook takes advantage of those mistakes. The turnover they got, the fumble they got inside their own 30-yard line, they took that down for a touchdown. Uh, Swoboda threw an interception. They took that back for a touchdown as well. And in fact, there's only been one drive where McCook hasn't scored a touchdown. So if you want to know the formula for the second half, it's basically Hastings has to play perfect. It's not that they can't. 
they can't play better than this. Charlie has seen a lot of, uh, he's been very optimistic about this team going into the season. He said this is a good team they have. Their goal is to make the playoffs. He thinks they can do it, and uh, they need to keep fighting. They are going to have be facing a running clock, though, in the second half. And since the score is 41 to nothing, it's going to be a running clock, because that means the clock will not stop for any reason besides a timeout. Even uh, I think it does stop on penalties, actually. But other than that, incompletions, first downs, no matter what, the ball goes out of bounds. They're going to keep the clock running until Hastings High gets that score under a 35-point deficit as they are down 41 to nothing. So all they would really theoretically need to do is score a touchdown but the McCook Bison are going to be the ones Ladies receiving the ball at the start of the second half board. as they deferred the uh, coin toss. They won this the coin weekend, toss and they deferred. High and Hastings the High took the ball on their first game. possession, and that was uh, a three and out for Hastings High. We'll take a quick break. We'll be back with some stats for you Saturday, here on ESPN 1550. And then after that, we'll have Mike Will talking to Hastings College head coach. Uh, head coach Hooper, Coach Hoop, as Mike likes to call him. We'll be back with more here on ESPN 1550. Coley Pipe and Steel Supply has been serving Hastings, South Central Nebraska, and the greater Midwest since 1946 with over 70 years of service. The Plumbing Showroom is a division of Coley Pipe and Steel Supply with a full line of kitchen and bath products. If you are building a new home or remodeling, stop at the Plumbing Showroom, 500 West South Street, open Monday through Friday, 7.30 a.m. to 5 p.m., evening and Saturday by appointment. Coley Pipe and Steel Supply and the Plumbing Showroom, both on West South Street in Hastings. Here's what a few happy customers are saying about Russ's Market in Hastings. I love shopping at Russ's Market. The employees are so friendly and helpful. They even bag your groceries and carry them to the car for you. Now that is service. At Russ's Market, I always find the freshest meat and produce around. And the deli has tasty items prepared for an instant meal. Russ's Market is my one-stop shop. From bakery to a cafe and great selections on groceries and supplies, too. Shop Russ's Market in Hastings because quality matters. ESPN 1550, KICS. Back here at Lloyd Wilson Field for the uh, halftime show. Brought to you by Russ's Market in Hastings. Russ's Market is your one-stop shop from bakery to a cafe and great selections on groceries and supplies to shop Russ's Market in Hastings because quality matters. At halftime, our score, McCook 41, Hastings nothing. Here's some stats for you, the, the final first-half stats. Morgan Favre has, uh, I believe, three catches for 175 yards and two touchdowns. Morgan Favre for the McCook Bison. Uh, Passing-wise for McCook, Cameron Berry has nine for nine passing with 228 yards and five touchdowns and an 11-yard rushing touchdown as well. And then for the Hastings High Tigers, Alex Swoboda has nine carry or nine passes completed out of 15 pass attempts for 63 yards, and he has one interception, and then he has 12 rushings for negative one yards. As he has been sacked a lot here in the first half, and uh, let's give you uh, Cameron Berry's rushing stats as well. His is 17 carries for 80 yards here in the first half. As again, McCook is leading. 41 to nothing. Tomorrow, Hastings College starts their season uh, at home here at Lloyd Wilson Field. You're going to be able to hear the game 
on 1230 KHAS. Mike Will will have the call for you. We're going to take a quick break, and then after that, we'll have Mike Will talking with the head coach of the Hastings High, or not the Hastings High Tigers, excuse me, the Hastings College Broncos. We'll be talking with head coach Tony Harper. We'll have that for you right here on ESPN 1550 KSES right after this. Rivals Bar and Grill is a proud sponsor of all the area athletes, teams, and coaches. Get to Rivals for nightly specials and enjoy great food, friendly service, and the best atmosphere. Stop in before or after the game. Every Thursday night is pizza night. Or Friday is Surf and Turf, a juicy New York steak served with hand-breaded shrimp. Open daily at 11. Rivals Bar and Grill in Hastings. Join the Rivals team. Osborne Drive East at Hastings. Best of luck, teams. And we're back on the halftime show. Spent a couple of minutes with Hastings College head coach Tony Harper as the Broncos get set to open their 2018 season tomorrow night against Peru State. Coach, good to see you again. We're excited, man. What a great evening. We're ready to start this football. And you're, you're going to start uh, with a couple of night games here with Peru State tomorrow night, and then uh, next week we're on the road playing down in Oklahoma against Panhandle State. you like these night games? Well, you know, not really. There's too much time for me to think about different things, and when coaches start thinking, nothing good ever comes about it, um, and our guys have that whole day off. But, you know, again, um, it, it, it's a great start to the season doing something that we haven't done here since 2009, which is play some night games. So we're looking forward to it. I get the funny feeling your preseason camp went real well. Spent a couple of uh, practices out there and it looked like things were going well. You know, I'll tell you what, I can't speak enough um, about our senior leadership, to be quite honest with you. I can't speak enough about how our guys are playing together. Now, again, there ain't no bullets flying. There isn't nobody in a different colored jersey, so we have no idea how we're going to react to any type of situation. But this preseason camp has been a camp that I felt like we got a lot of things accomplished, not just on the football field, but in team as a general. Talk about uh... – Let's let's go to your offense. Uh, first of all, you've named your starting quarterback uh, for this season in uh, Clark Livingston. Talk about uh, the process there. You know, I, we, we went into preseason camp, uh, those offensive coaches, and, and uh, it was going to be split equal between Clark, uh, Griffin Roberts, and Isaiah Jackson. And to be quite honest with you, after seeing those guys in preseason camp, I feel comfortable. We all feel comfortable. Any one of those three guys could lead us. Uh, but I think – you know, having the age that Clark has, the experience that Clark had, that that had a lot to do with it. And also what he did this summer, being here for the entire month of July and stuff. Clark was uh, the guy who was on the, the roster last year, got to a little bit of playing time uh, last season. So we go with the guy who's got a little bit of experience here. So how do you use uh, the three-quarterback stable? You know, I think, the, what the, again, what those guys have done is they have done a great job, our coaches, in communicating with these guys. And those guys are understanding their roles. I ain't seen, you know, since we've had meetings with them, um, I ain't seen either one of those quarterbacks with their, with their dauber down and feel, oh, woe is me and this and that. They know the situation. They know their roles again no bullets have flown yet nobody's thrown a pick yet nobody's had an incomplete pass or anything like that but if they continue down the road that they're continuing down now you got a stable of three quarterbacks at any point in time we could put them in on the offense uh, for he sings this year a stable of a uh, talent to Taj Willingham in the backfield you've got Jordan Johnson on the outside, Xavier McDaniel or McGuire out on the other side. You got some people who can cause some noise. We do, and a lot of game experience out there. I mean, maybe not starting, but shoot, you 
dude, if you're playing, you're playing. That's the end of the day, or the thing at the end of the day. And But the biggest thing is having all these offensive coaches returning from the previous year. Everybody knows the same verbiage. Everybody knows the calls. They were able to do some things over there. There's obviously some places we need to continue to work on. we got to get our, our offensive line solidified and, and, and identified with that. we got to make sure we got the right situation where we can maybe pull a couple reps from Taj to rest him a little bit and get some stuff done and, and being on the same page. But uh, those guys have had a pretty good camp. How much of an advantage is it to have a another year in the, the Clinton head offense? Well, you can't, you, can't, you can't measure it. I mean, you look at the good programs. Let's just pull out the good programs. You look at the Morningside. You look at the Northwesters. You look at Peru State. Um, those coaches don't leave. They stay and then that just breeds consistency with everything. The message is always the same, and guys understand the standard. They understand the expectation. On defense, a slew of guys back from a season ago. It's just going to be continuation of the, the late season push that we had on defense. You know, I think so. Um, those guys have had, again, every coach is fired up right now. We've already talked about this. Everybody thinks they got a shot. Everybody's zero and zero and all this good stuff. But I think the the consistency that we've shown throughout camp, we never really had any major bust. There was a couple tuck things that we screwed up on but I'd go out there and talk to the guys or the coach would go out there and talk to them and be like yeah coach I know this this and this that hadn't happened here for a while so um, you know having that that older group out there that veteran group and limiting the playbook that has helped those guys as well it's a Peru State for the season opener tomorrow night. Maybe not our traditional uh, season opener. This is a good football team. Oh, man. I mean, they were 7-4 and four last year. They were nationally ranked last year. I'm assuming they're still ranked or at least receiving votes. They ran that daggum triple option, you know, which <laughs> I love option football when the team that I'm coaching on is running it. But um, they are very well coached. They do their job, and they're good at what they do. We had trouble defending the option uh, last year, especially in the games like uh, with Dort last year. This this is not a picnic for us. It's a whole different set of uh, standards, attitudes on the defensive side of the ball, isn't it? We've had a struggle defending the run the last two or three years. You're kind of being a little kind there. Um, but it, it is. That's the thing with us is you talked about the attitude. they got to do their job, and they got to do their job at 1,000 mile an hour. That, that's what's going to come down. we got to get penetration. we got to make them. We got to make them make a decision quicker than what they want to. So it's Hastings and uh, Peru State. It'll be a night game tomorrow. The kickoff at uh, 7 o'clock at Lloyd Wilson Field. We've got a couple of injuries, a couple of uh, scratches, bruises, things like that after a camp. But I, I think a big one that we need to talk about is Alex Stogdall. He will not kick for us tomorrow. He's the guy who got injured uh, last year in the ball game against Morningside. So right off of the bat, we've got uh, maybe some question marks on special teams. Well, and that is the in the first couple of games, early part of the season, that's what the games are going to come down to is special teams. I mean, that's because defenses are going to make mistakes. Offenses are going to make mistakes. Everybody's going to be all juiced up on those two sides of the football. Special teams is a time where you can flip the field position. Special teams is a time where you can get some points on the board without really any major consequences out of it. So we got to make sure we take advantage of that. But, you know, not having stogs, um, we got to make sure we take care of that young man, not just for this season, but for his future. You know, we got Clark who's done some punting for us, um, but the PAT field goals and the kickoffs are going to be interesting. We got a guy that hasn't done it in college. So we're going to see what happens. But again, I got the utmost confidence in, in our coaches that, that they've done a good job training them. All right, keys to the ball game tomorrow. Well, it's going to come down special teams number one. I mean, that's the thing we just talked about. That we got to be able to flip the field position. And then defense, we got to do our job. 
we got to play discipline. We got to go fast. You know, we can't sit here and think or, or peruse just going flat back us. I mean, that's just how it is. And then offensively, we can't turn the football over, and we got to score points in the red zone, which is the, is the one thing that we struggled with last year's points in the red zone. Okay, we'll see you tomorrow. Thank you. That's uh, Hastings head coach Tony Harper again, 7 o'clock for the kickoff tomorrow night at Lloyd Wilson Field on the air with the pregame show at 6 o'clock on 1230 KHAS. The team at Klein Insurance has a winning record of service offering home, auto, business, farm, and crop insurance. If you want to score big with service and great rates, stop by 710 South Burlington or call 463-1256 and let the Klein Insurance team win you over. Whether you're talking sports or farming, one thing is the same. You need power. Think Husker Power products for propane, natural gas, and diesel irrigation engines customized to your needs. When you require irrigation power, parts, or timely service, think Husker Power products. Your provider of GM-powered natural gas and LP high-efficiency irrigation engines and fuel-efficient Isuzu diesel engines. Call 402-463-1531 for Husker Power products of Hastings. Your full-service irrigation engine headquarters. Now, also located in Sutton. ESPN 1550 KICS. A quick reminder, the score is 41 to nothing. McCook leading over Hastings in this uh, I guess we'll call it the third quarter. We're in the third quarter now at this point. Halftime show is over. And speaking of which, the halftime show was brought to you by Russ's Market in Hastings. Russ's Market is your one-stop shop from bakery to a cafe and great selections on groceries and supplies to shop Russ's Market in Hastings because quality matters. Also, we are the Husker Power Products broadcast booth. That's where we are. Powered by natural gas and diesel irrigation engines from Husker Power Products of Hastings and Sutton. About a minute 50 left to go until we get into the third quarter. McCook will be receiving the ball here in the second half to start the second half, I should say. And Hastings side, they need to get a defensive stop to start this half. They want to they make this game respectable. They don't want to keep it like as it is, which is going downhill right now. And like I mentioned earlier, Charlie Shoemaker, he thinks he has a good team this year. They're, they have the goal of making the playoffs. In fact, in Bob Jensen's little preseason uh, magazine that comes out about all the high school football around in the state, he said, uh, uh, this is only one man's opinion, mind you, but he thinks that Hastings High was going to be in the six-win area, maybe vying for a playoff spot. So they're, they're, they're a good team. They got a lot of returning starters from last year. Ten starters on offense, eight starters on defense, four starters alone on the offensive line. They have a good team. They're just struggling here against a really good team, the McCook Bison, who were 9-2 last year and were lost in the quarterfinals of the Class B state playoffs. And they have eight starters returning on offense, eight out of the 11, and nine starters out of the 11 returning on defense. So a lot of these players know each other from last year's game, and it's just been a struggle here for Hastings in the first half. But they're going to try to turn things around here, starting right now with this kickoff and then coming up on defense. They want to get a defensive stop, I'm sure. Get a three and out would be ideal, or an, or a turnover. Turn around the momentum of the game a little bit and see if they can uh, put a little some dents into this lead here as they are down 41 nothing here at the start of the third quarter. Back deep to receive. Willie Bison, number five. Cameron Barry, number 13, Gabe Sainter. 
And number 42, Paxton Terry. Paxton Terry and um, Terry or Sainhurt will be returning for the McCook Bison on this uh, first kickoff of the second half. And here is the kickoff. It's a short pooch kick, and it's going to be fielded at the 28-yard line, and he's going to be dropped immediately at the 30-yard line, maybe at the 29. We'll see where the refs mark him down at. But nonetheless, this will be uh, not the greatest of field position, at least compared to what they have all year, all game, I should say, for the McCook Bison. It'll be first and 10 from their own 31-yard line. And here on this first down play, McCook probably looking to just run the ball a lot here in the first, second half. So that should be maybe an advantage somewhat here for the Hastings High Tigers. They know what's coming. They're going to try to pound the rock and just kind of try to run this game out. But if Hastings can get a few stops in a row, a few touchdowns in a row, you never know where this game could go. We'll see, though, as the second half is getting underway right now here. They're going to hand the ball off. Actually, fake a handoff. Cameron Berry's going to keep it himself, and he's going to run up the middle for a gain of about seven there on first down. And that's going to make it second and three here for the McCook Bison. Our weather here, 79 degrees as the uh, sun has officially set. The moon is out. We have winds blowing out of the south at 5 miles per hour. 64% humidity. And uh, it feels like 81 degrees here with that humidity. But it's a nice night. Nice cool night here. Not cool, but nice not too terribly hot night at uh, Lloyd Wilson Field. And here on second and two, McCook lines up in the shotgun with two receivers to the right. They are moving from left to right. And Cameron Berry's going to keep the ball again. He's looking to throw, actually. No, he's not. He's going to juke a couple of tacklers, break another tackle. A lot of effort there to get that first down, but he does. He gets a gain of about six there on first on second down, and that's going to give him first and ten from their own 45-yard line. 10, 15 less to go here in the second quarter. As I said, with the score 41 to nothing, we have the running clock rule going on. So no matter what, the clock's not going to stop unless it's like an injury or a timeout. Uh, if the clock go, if the, if the player goes out of bounds, incomplete pass, or what have you, it's going to be a, uh, the clock's going to continue running. And here they're going to hand the ball off to, well, Cameron Berry's going to keep him himself again, but he gets tackled in the backfield for a loss of about Cameron four Barry's there Barry. on first down. And uh, he actually fell forward for a loss of two. So instead of a loss of four, it's a loss of two, and it's a second and 12 here for the McCook Bison. When I go back and look at the, the first half here, it was interesting because Hastings High was really had a chance to turn things around as uh, they were only down 7 to nothing. They were on defense, and McCook just kept getting false start penalties. And even when McCook shot themselves in the foot, Hastings could not take advantage. So let's see if they take advantage of more mistakes here as that was kind of a mistake there as uh, on Cameron Berry there in this first half. And now it's second and 12. They're going to hand the ball off here to Sainert. He's going to break a tackle, but he's still going to be dropped right he's around the line of scrimmage. So that's going to make it a third and long here. The Hastings high defense coming out playing better here in the second half. It's going to be third and 11 here for the McCook Bison. The Bison have had a lot of third down conversions, though, as a lot of third and long conversions, too. A couple times it's been third and 15 or more, and they still have converted it. So here on third and 11, they line up in the shotgun with um, Paxton Terry and Cameron Berry in the backfield. 
They're going to fake the handoff to Terry, uh, throw it to Favre, who catches it for his fifth catch of the game, and he's only going to get forward for a gain of about three yards, and that's going to make it fourth down. He's short of the 50-yard line there on that catch, and that's going to make it fourth and six here for the McCook Bison. Already, though, eight minutes left to go. That running clock really does hurt, though, for the Hastings uh, high chances to come back here because it's already four minutes gone in this uh, second half in the third quarter. But nonetheless, they'll get the ball back with the chance to turn off that running clock. As if, uh, if they score here, it'll make it 41-7, to and it needs to be at least a 35-point deficit. That'll be 34, so that'll turn off the running clock if they do score on this drive. We'll see what they can do. Here is the punt. It's a high one from Cutter for the McCook Bison, and they're gonna. he's not going to fair catch it, and he's going to get dropped right where he catches it for Hastings High, and that's going to be at the 10-yard line. Great punt there by Cutter, and uh, not a great return by Quentin Sinek as he was dropped right where he caught it. Nonetheless, Hastings High does have the ball back, first and 10 from their own 10-yard line. A 41-yard punt there from Trey Cutter for the McCook Bison. And now they line up here. Does Hastings High on first down with two receivers to the right and two to the left. They're moving from right to left. Alex is going to drop here to throw. He throws it to Quinn Sinek complete, but for a gain of only three there on first down. Second and seven they're looking at after that completion there on first down. Six forty-five left to go here in the second quarter. Like I mentioned, that running clock, if they want to have a chance to come back, Hastings High really needs to score so they can turn off that running clock. And they do have second and seven here from their own 13-yard line. Alex Roboto is going to fake the handoff, and then he's actually going to hand it off there to Zade Widener, and he's going to be dropped for a loss there on second there. He's going to lose two yards, and that's going to make it third and nine. And if we're looking at it, the Hastings High Tigers, they now have uh, 14 total carries. For zero yards. Zero yards for the Hastings High Tigers. They need to run the ball better if they want to get back in this game. Passing not horrible. It's 9 for 15 with 63 yards. Nine completions for 63 yards. They do have an interception, though, that was taken back to the to the house for a touchdown. 5.54 left to go here in the third quarter. Cameron, or Alex Oboda is going to drop back. He's throwing it deep this time. Looking for Quentin Sinek, his guy. And it's going to fall incomplete. Great defense there, great coverage there by number 21 for the McCook Bison. That is Alec Bunger, who is a wide receiver as well for the Bison, and that's going to make it fourth and nine, and it looks like Charlie Shoemaker is going to throw out his uh, punting team. 5.25 left to go here in the third uh, yeah, third quarter. Our score, McCook 41. Tigers nothing, and the Hastings Tigers are going to have to give the ball back to McCook here, presumably in good field position because they're punting from their own 11-yard line. In fact, uh, they're punting from their own end zone are the Hastings High Tigers. And uh, we await the punt as we have Cameron Berry back to return. And it's a line drive punt right to Cameron Berry. Cameron picks it up at the 50, he takes it to the 40, to the 30, breaks the tackle to the 20, he's at the 15, tries to juke out the punter, he's to the 10, and he's to the 5, and that's where he's finally taken down, and that is where the McCook Bison will start their drive, first and goal from the 5-yard line here with 4.40 left to go in the third quarter. 
You can tell the McCook or the Hastings High defense is at least still uh, fighting out here. They're not giving up an inch as the last drive. They did finally get a three and out on the McCook Bison, but they uh, need to uh, get another three and out here if they want to hold them to at least just a field goal. Field goal attempt, I should say. 4.15 left to go here in the third quarter. They line up in a strong formation. Three men in the backfield with Cameron Barry. Cameron's going to hand it off here. Fumble! Ball's on the ground! And it looks like it was recovered by McCook. Nonetheless, a loss of about six there on the play. And that's going to make it second and goal from the 12-yard line as the ball was bobbled on the handoff by Cameron Barry. And they just... uh fell on it there that was the running back falling on it for the McCook Bison Paxton Terry now they're looking at a second and goal from the 12 yard line they line up in the same formation once again three men in the backfield with Cameron Barry probably all three of their big running backs big fast running backs here they hand it off to St. Hurt and he's going to get a gain there. Maybe get it back to the original line of scrimmage. No, he's going to get it to about the nine-yard line, close to the original uh, line of scrimmage. That's going to make it third and goal from the nine. And they do a hurry-up offense here. Not sure why they're hurrying it up. 3.13 left to go here in the third quarter. They're going to hand the ball off to Paxton Terry here, and he's going to be dropped for a loss. And that will make it fourth down here. And I'm assuming they'll bring out the field goal team. Yes, they will. It looks like they're subbing in the field goal team, giving him another shot at a field goal as he missed the other one earlier from about the same distance. It was about a 25-yarder last time. This one is going to be a 29-yard field goal, it looks like. So we'll see. Uh, the last one was 35 yards, actually. This one is a 29-yarder. So we'll see if he's able to make this one here for the McCook Bison. And the snap is good. The hold is good. The kick is through the uprights. We have two different calls. We had two different calls from the refs. One ref said it was good. The other said no good. But then the other ref changed it to no good. So I guess the field goal was no good. 2-10 left to go here in the third quarter. And uh, the score remains 41 to nothing McCook over Hastings as Hastings takes the ball over here on downs first and 10 from their own 20 which is basically where they've been starting from all night but let's see if they can do something with this drive last drive they got a few first downs before they had to punt it let's see if they can put things together a little more here and get an actual scoring drive on the board as our uh, uh, Hastings High Tigers are uh, putting up a goose egg at the moment but they, I'm sure they want to change that they're, they're still fighting though on offense and defense that's two straight defensive stops for the defense and the offense was playing better in their last drive here. Swoboda's going to drop back to throw. He's rolling out to his right. He's under pressure. Still rolling. Looking for a man to throw to. He's got a man wide open under the middle. Jacob Schroeder there breaks a tackle. Gets over the first down marker. And he breaks another tackle until he's dropped after a gain of about 17 there on first play. Big play there for the Hastings High Tigers as they get a first down. And that makes it first and 10 from their own 36-yard line now. That was a 16-yard gain there for Jacob Schroeder, the big tight end for the Hastings High Tigers. A minute left to go in the third quarter. They're running a little uh, muddle huddle offense here as they line it up quickly. They want to score, obviously. Alex Swoboda's going to hand the ball off here. That is to Zade Widener. He's going to run it up the middle for a gain of about eight yards. Hastings High starting to move the ball now. That's going to make it second and two here as uh, now we're finally getting to break in the action. A lot of talking there. 40 seconds left to go here in the third quarter. And Hastings High is uh, moving the ball once again. 
Let's see if they can get another first down here on this second and one after that nine-yard gain by Zade Widener. Here on second down, they line up with two running backs back there with Alex Roboto. It's going to be a quick pass, though, to Schroeder, and Schroeder's going to catch it and get the first down. Big first down there. He's going to get it down to the 46-yard line, and that's going to make it first and 10 from the McCook 46, the first time they've passed midfield all day. The Hastings High Tigers have passed midfield, and now they're looking to put it into the end zone. Don't know if they're going to get a playoff before the third quarter is over. They have three seconds left. And the clock is winding down, and uh, they're letting them play. Apparently, he did get that playoff, but it's incomplete on first down as Alex Roboto throws it over the head of Quentin Sinek. And that brings us to the end of the third quarter. And we will take a quick break here on ESPN 1550. Our score, Hastings nothing, McCook 41. Five Points Bank of Hastings has again been awarded a five-star rating by Bauer Financial Research. We know our customers appreciate having their local community bank at the top of safety and soundness ratings. We are very proud of the five-star designation and will work hard to maintain this level of excellence. Knowing our community and knowing our customers, it's what sets a community bank apart from others. Five Points Bank of Hastings, member FDIC. This is Tom from Burt's Pharmacy. Reminder for all of our flu shot clinics that we're starting to schedule flu shots. So give us a call, 462-4466. If your office would like us to come out and give flu shots on site, like I said, give us a call. Also, compliance packaging. Give us a call if you or your loved one need some assistance in setting up some compliance packaging. That can be done at either store, Burt's downtown, 402-462-4343, or Burt's at the clinic, 462-4466. Thanks. ESPN 1550, KICS. Back here at Lloyd Wilson Field for the fourth quarter between the Hastings High Tigers and the McCook Bison. Our score 41 to nothing. Alex Woboda is going to do a fake handoff here. He's going to roll out to his left, still rolling, and he's looking for someone to throw to, and he just throws it away as no one got open as he was rolling out to the left under tremendous pressure there on. Um, third down, or that was on second down, excuse me, and now that makes it third down and ten here for the Hastings High Tigers. They are moving the ball, though. Have gotten the ball across midfield for the first time all game, and they are at the 46-yard line. They're looking to capitalize, though. I know they want to score a touchdown. At this point, it's looking pretty tough for them, but you want to at least show that you're still fighting out there. They want to show Charlie, Charlie that they can do some things. Charlie Shoemaker, the head coach for the Hastings High Tigers, they want to show that they can compete out here with a good team like McCook. So here on third and 10, a big third down here for Hastings. Swoboda's going to hand the ball off, and it's going to be uh, taken up on the left hash mark for a gain of only about three there. Carson Shoemaker on the carry, the son of head coach. Charlie Shoemaker, and now they are facing down a fourth and seven, and we'll see what Charlie decides to do. A tough decision here as they are on the other side of the field. They're on the McCook 43-yard line, but with the way McCook has been playing on offense, don't know if you want to give him a short field, but it looks like they are going to go for it. And as I said, Hastings High is out here still fighting. They want to show that they got heart and grit and determination. 
which uh, they're trying to show here on this fourth down play. Fourth and seven from the 43-yard line. McCook brings pressure. They try to throw a screen, and it's going to be incomplete intended there for Carson Shoemaker, and that is going to be a turnover on downs as McCook was ready for that one. They had a man all over Carson Shoemaker, and there was really nowhere to throw it. That screen was not open, and uh, it went incomplete. Ten 10 left to go here in the fourth quarter as McCook takes over on downs with first and 10 from their own 43-yard line. McCook leading in this football game, 41 to nothing. Quick reminder, last year's score was 24 to nothing. McCook had a 3 to nothing lead at halftime. It was a close game, in fact. Hastings was really fighting. And then uh, they just couldn't bring things together in the second half as they ended up losing 24 to nothing. A lot of the same players on this team. As the Hastings High is returning 10 starters on offense, 8 starters on defense from last year. And uh, McCook is returning 8 starters on offense, 9 on defense from last year. Here on first down play, they're going to hand the ball off here to Sainert. And he's going to take it up the middle for a gain of about 2 yards, maybe 1 yard. So that'll make it 2nd and 9 here on that first down play, a gain of 1. As the clock continues to run, quick reminder, just in case you're just tuning in with us. Our score, 41 to nothing, McCook over Hastings, and the running clock rule is in effect as uh, that happens whenever a team goes up by 35 points or more. And nine minutes left to go here in this fourth quarter. And McCook has the ball with second and nine from their own 45-yard line as they started this drive at the 44, and they've been starting all their drives at the 40-yard line, 45-50, Hastings 45 one time. It's been a tough game for Hastings. Here on second down, they're going to hand the ball off to the running back. And he's going to take it forward for a gain of about three. Uh, give him two yards, two and a half yards, and that'll make it third and six here. Big third down play here for the Hastings High defense as they want to continue to play well as they have in the second half. Uh, 8.30 left to go here in the fourth quarter. Our score, Hastings, zero, McCook, 41. Third and six here for the McCook Bison. They line up in a strong, in a shotgun formation, actually. They just... Uh, motioned into a shotgun formation and they got St. Hurt and Terry back there with Cameron Berry. They're going to hand the ball off to Paxton Terry and he's going to take the ball forward. Not enough for a first down so that'll make it fourth and three from the 50 yard line and it looks like McCook will probably opt to punt this ball here from their uh, from the from midfield. The Hastings High Tigers playing better on defense here in the second half. They have not let the McCook Bison get a touchdown or a score. In fact, they had the ball at first and goal for, uh, at the six-yard line, and the Hastings High defense stood strong and showed that they can compete out here against McCook, and they did end up missing that field goal to the Bison. And here is the punt. It's a line drive punt, and it's going to be fair caught there by Quinton Sinek. And they will start the drive at their own 16-yard line. First and 10 from their own 16 for the Hastings High Tigers. That was a 34-yard punt. Hastings High, I'm sure they're looking to get something on the board here before the game's over. As they have been playing better on offense, too. They've gotten a few first downs. I think they've actually doubled their first down total since uh, the first half. They had three only in the first half. I think they have seven now. Seven total first downs. They have six first downs now, so they have exactly doubled their first downs. 
uh, here in the second half. Let's see if they can get a few more and maybe even get a touchdown. But first, we have a timeout here by the Hastings High Tigers. And the clock's continuing to run. I don't think that's what's supposed to be happening. The clock should be stopped. It does stop at 637. We'll take a timeout right along with Hastings. Our score here at Lloyd Wilson Field, McCook 41, Hastings nothing. You're listening to High School Football on ESPN 1550. Jackson's Car Corner has built a reputation for high-quality hand-picked vehicles. Good, clean, low-mileage cars, vans, and pickups. Stop by today and see them at Jackson's Car Corner, 3rd and Colorado in downtown Hastings, where our customers send their friends. ESPN 1550, KICS. Back here at Lloyd Wilson Field. Our score, the McCook Bison all over the Hastings High Tigers, 41 to nothing. Hastings High has the ball, first and 10 from their own uh, 12-yard line. A little bit of good news here, though. The Hastings St. Cecilia Blue Hawks, they're up 36 to nothing on Hershey. Big time. Hastings St. Cecilia playing extremely well. It's in the at the end of the third quarter, in fact. And the running clock uh, rule should be in effect in that game as well. So St. Cecilia playing really well there over there at uh, Duncan Field. Here is the first down play for Swoboda and the Hastings High offense. He's going to throw it out to the left there to the wide receiver. That looks like Carson Shoemaker on the catch. And that's going to be a gain of about two or three yards there on first down. And that'll make it second and seven after the three-yard gain, three-yard pitch and catch. That was actually the, the brother of Quinton Sinek on the catch, Jarrett Sinek. He is, oh, the quarterback, Jared Sinek, is in the game. That is what's going on here. Jared Sinek is in the game. Alex Swoboda is taking the rest of the game off. And Jared Sinek, the backup cornerback, quarterback, uh, and uh, brother of wide receiver Quentin Sinek is in the game. He dropped backs to throw. He's under tremendous pressure, and he's going to get sacked for a loss there on second down, and that'll make it third and long. It's looking like at about third and 14 here for the Hastings High Tigers as it looks like they have officially waved the white flag. They're bringing in the backups, getting those uh, younger guys some experience, which is good. You know, they get used to the speed of varsity football when they get in in these uh, late-game situations when the game's already decided. And that's what's going on right now. We got Jarrett Sinek in at quarterback. He is a sophomore, 5'11", 180 pounds. He's the backup to Alex Oboda. Not sure if this is a change in terms of uh, Alex Oboda not playing great, but I, I'm assuming that this is just a, a young guy getting some playing time in a game that's already decided. And here they're going to hand the ball off to Carson Shoemaker, and that's going to be a loss of yards on that third down play. That's going to make it fourth and 16 here. And uh, Hastings will bring out the punting unit as I think Hastings has officially waved the white flag. But stick around because in the postgame, we'll be talking with head coach Charlie Shoemaker. And uh, we'll also give you our player of the game for the Hastings High Tigers. Not sure who we're going to pick yet. We might go with Alex Swoboda. We might also go with uh, Quinn Sinek. He has had quite a few catches. He's been playing well tonight. So we'll see who he decides. So stay tuned for that, the postgame show right here on ESPN 1550. Here is the punt from the Hastings High Tigers. It's a high one, kicking from his own end zone, and it's going to go from left to right, end to end, to about the 35-yard line. It's going to bounce out of bounds. Maybe it took a McCook bounce to about the 34-yard line. Nonetheless, McCook Bison will start this drive with great field position, and if they just get a couple of first downs, this game will be over as we have 4-10 left on the uh, fourth quarter here, 4-10 left in the game. 
they have first and 10 from their own 32 or from the Hastings 32 yard line that was a 28 yard punt there and that's not including actually him being in the in the end zone so it's more like a 32 33 uh, yard punt so here on first and 10 for the McCook Bison we have one receiver to the right one to the left and it looks like they got their backup in as well that is uh, number nine, Mark Arp. Mark Arp is in for the McCook Bison, and he hands the ball off here to their backup running back. It looks like that's uh, Alec, or not, excuse me, Corbin Jernigan is the backup running back for the McCook Bison. So now we got all the JV kids in here in this game in the fourth quarter with 3.15 left to go. Our score, McCook 41, Hastings nothing. But like I said, stick around for the post-game show. We'll have head coach Charlie Shoemaker for you and the player of the game. And now it's time for our second and ten play as Mark Arp is looking to uh, lead this offense down the field. He's going to hand the ball off again here to uh, Corbin Jernigan. And Jernigan takes it forward for a gain of about three yards there as he took it outside the left hash and uh, got tackled at the 30-yard line. That'll make it third and eight here for the McCook Bison. 2.40 2.40 left to go here. McCook leading this football game, 41 to nothing. And they have the ball, third and seven from the 29-yard line. Clock continues to run. They have the backups in. Hastings High has brought in Jarrett Sinek as their backup quarterback. And like I said, Mark Arp is the backup quarterback for McCook. Both of them sophomores. You might see them starting in a couple years here, maybe even next year. We'll see. Nonetheless, Mark Arp hands the ball off here. Actually, he's going to keep it himself. He breaks a tackle, and he's going to get forward for a first down there on third and seven. Good run there by Mark Arp, and that gives him the first down with two minutes left to go, and that should just about wrap up this football game as uh, the McCook Bison can basically just run out the rest of the clock. We'll see what they decide to do, though. A minute 50 left to go here in the fourth quarter. They have first and 10 from the Hastings 21-yard line. And they line up with Mark Arpet quarterback and uh, two running backs behind him. Eye formation, two receivers to the left of him. And Mark Arp is going to drop back, and he's going to hand the ball off here to the backup running back once again, Corbin Jernigan. And Jernigan's going to take it forward for a gain of about three yards there. Two yards give him. That's going to make it second and eight here with a minute 15 left to go here in the fourth quarter. And, yeah, at this point, I think the McCook Bison might just run the clock out. Maybe they have to get another first down to officially run the clock out. I'm not sure. I don't know. I don't think so, though. They're just still running the ball, maybe to get a few extra reppings for these youngins, for the kids who might be starting in a couple years, the sophomores and whatnot. And here on the second down play, they line up in the shotgun formation. And Mark Arp is going to take the snap. And we have a penalty here as that stops the clock. The 50 seconds left here to go in the fourth quarter. And it's another we have a, dead ball. a dead ball false start here on McCook. That's about their 82nd false start of the game. That's about the only, I'm sure, uh, head coach Gross for the McCook Bison is going to be getting on those boys about all those false starts. That's seven false starts for 35 yards here in uh, this game alone. That's not good. I'm sure he's going to be telling his team that's the one area they need to improve upon. But other than that, they've played pretty darn flawlessly tonight. 
Hastings High has played better in this second half. Came out here and fought, didn't go away. They still played hard on defense and offense as they got more first downs and they didn't allow too many first downs or any touchdowns yet in this second half. And here on second down, the McCook Bisons are going to hand the ball off here to their backup running back, Corbin Jernigan, and he's going to take it forward close to a first down. Not sure if he got it. It's going to be just short. Third and one. Actually, are they moving the chains? Nope, they're ending the game. That's what's going on. The game is over. Time is expiring. Five seconds left on the clock, and the teams are coming on the field for the handshake, and that is the final. Triple zeros on the scoreboard. Our final here at uh, Lipferrell or excuse me, Hastings College. Our final is McCook 41, Hastings 0. We'll be back with the postgame show right here for you on ESPN 1550. Comfort means something different to everyone, and Frigidaire offers home comfort solutions as unique as your family. You can design systems that control seasonal allergens, humidity, and other environmental factors, or get rid of hot and cold spots with independent comfort zones. Call 402-463-4853, and Rutz Heating and Air Conditioning will work with you to design the system that's perfect for your family. Experience trusted Frigidaire comfort and exceptional service from Rutz Heating and Air Conditioning in Hastings and Kearney. Call 402-463-4853. Here's what a few happy customers are saying about Russ's Market in Hastings. I love shopping at Russ's Market. The employees are so friendly and helpful. They even bag your groceries and carry them to the car for you. Now that is service. At Russ's Market, I always find the freshest meat and produce around. And the deli has tasty items prepared for an instant meal. Russ's Market is my one-stop shop. From bakery to a cafe and great selections on groceries and supplies, too. Shop Russ's Market in Hastings because quality matters. Rivals Bar and Grill is a proud sponsor of all the area athletes, teams, and coaches. Get to Rivals for nightly specials and enjoy great food, friendly service, and the best atmosphere. Stop in before or after the game. Every Thursday night is pizza night. Or Friday is surf and turf. A juicy New York steak served with hand-breaded shrimp. Open daily at 11. Rivals Bar and Grill in Hastings. Join the Rivals team. Osborne Drive East in Hastings. Best of luck, teams. ESPN 1550, KICS. Back here at Hastings College for the uh, post-game show. McCook all over Hastings High, 41 to nothing. Hastings High starts the season 0-1, and McCook starts the season 1-0. We're back here at the Husker Power Products broadcast booth, powered by natural gas and diesel irrigation engines from Husker Power Products of Hastings and Sutton. Really quick here, let's give you some scores from uh, our other Hastings teams. Um, Aurora is all over Adams Central, 53-7 in the third quarter. And uh, the St. Cecilia game, last time we heard, it was 37 to nothing at the end of the third quarter. 36 to nothing or 37 to nothing. One of those two. Nonetheless, Hastings St. Cecilia is all over Hershey. It's 36 to nothing at the end of the third quarter. I'm sure the score hasn't changed too much as the running clock is in effect there as well. Uh, running clock in effect around all of our games. And uh, this is the, the wrap-up here. And, uh, again, our final. Hastings, 41 or no, excuse me, McCook 41, Hastings 0. Some stats for you. The quarterback for uh, for um, McCook is uh, Cameron Berry. He went 9 for 9 for 238 yards, 5 passing touchdowns, 
And uh, actually, he went 10 for 10. He did complete a pass in the second half. He went 10 for 10 for 232 yards, five touchdowns and one rushing touchdown. And uh, we are still working together the other stats as of right now. And it looks like it's going to be 13 for 23 for Alex Swoboda. And he had 96 yards, 95 yards there for the Hastings High Tigers. One interception. And uh, he had, let's see there, do the math really quick, 17 carries for six yards total for the Hastings offense. So not a great game offensively for the Hastings High Tigers. Great game all around for the McCook Bison. And also another player for the McCook Bison, uh, Favre, he uh, went nuts. He had, what, four catches for almost 200 yards, 193 yards I think we're giving him, and two touchdowns here in uh, the game by himself, and most of that coming in the first half. Three of those catches for 180 yards coming in the first half, 175 yards in the first half, and he finished with about four catches for 180 yards. So great game there for Gabe Favre and uh, Morgan Favre, excuse me, and uh, also Cameron Berry, the starting quarterbacks and wide receiver for McCook Bison. But that does it for the little wrap-up. We'll be back with the post-game show right here on ESPN 1550. Play-by-play of tonight's game has been brought to you by the ESPN 1550 KICS Sports Boosters. Stay tuned. Our high school football coverage continues with the player of the game and the coach's post-game show on ESPN 1550 KICS. You see it every weekend. Teams at every level emphasizing the look of their uniform. Look sharp, play sharp. It's what they're affirming. And Pro Team Design puts any sports apparel style, screen print, or embroidery at your fingertips. In person or online, the latest designs from the widest selection of brands. Look sharp, play sharp with Pro Team Design. 2716 Old Fair Road, Grand Island. Or shop and order online at ProTeamDesign.com. It's time now for the player of the game on ESPN 1550 KICS. All right, here in the postgame show at uh, Hastings College, we are in the player of the game, and here are our candidates for the player of the game. We have Jacob Schroeder as one candidate, the tight end for the Hastings High Tigers, Quinton Sinek as well, um, and, of course, Alex Swoboda. Alex Swoboda went... 13 for 23 with 95 yards, five rushes and seven yards. And then um, uh, Jacob Schroeder had six catches for 65 yards. And then Quinton Sinek had four catches for about 15 yards. So uh, we will come back with the player of the game. Those are your candidates. We will give you the player of the game right after this on ESPN 1550. Get more than you expect. Furniture Direct is overstocked and we need room, so it's time to save on discontinued and overstock items. Anything with a red, white, and blue tag is marked down to move. Save on sofas, dining room, recliners, bedroom, and more. Mattress Direct is even joining in with Queen Beauty Sleep mattresses priced as low as $299. Now that's getting more than you expect. The red, white, and blue sale going on now at Furniture and Mattress Direct behind Sonic and Hastings. And find even more savings online at FurnitureDirectHastings.com. 
back here at Hastings College. Our final was 41 to nothing. McCook over Hastings, and now it's time for our player of the game. We're going to give it to Jacob Schroeder. He had six catches for 65 yards, played really well on defense as well, got a good amount of tackles, was winning on a lot of defensive plays. So, again, our player of the game for the Hastings High is Jacob Schroeder. And after this, we'll be right back with the Coach's Post Game Show on ESPN 1550. You've been listening to the player of the game on ESPN 1550 KICS. Stay tuned. Our high school football coverage continues with the Coach's Post Game Show. It's up next on ESPN 1550 KICS. Comfort means something different to everyone. And Frigidaire offers home comfort solutions as unique as your family. You can design systems that control seasonal allergens, humidity, and other environmental factors. Or get rid of hot and cold spots with independent comfort zones. Call 402-463-4853 and Rutz Heating and Air Conditioning will work with you to design the system that's perfect for your family. Experience trusted frigid air comfort and exceptional service from Rutz Heating and Air Conditioning in Hastings and Kearney. Call 402-463-4853. Play by- Coley Pipe and Steel Supply has been serving Hastings, South Central Nebraska, and the Greater Midwest since 1946 with over 70 years of service. The Plumbing Showroom is a division of Coley Pipe and Steel Supply with a full line of kitchen and bath products. If you are building a new home or remodeling, stop at the Plumbing Showroom, 500 West South Street, open Monday through Friday, 7.30 a.m. to 5 p.m., evening and Saturday by appointment. Coley Pipe and Steel Supply and the Plumbing Showroom, both on West South Street in Hastings. The Coach's Post Game Show is brought to you by Cully Pipe and Steel, 405 West South Street in Hastings. Back here at Hastings College for the Coach's Post Game Show here with uh, head coach Charlie Shoemaker. Charlie, thank you for joining us tonight. You bet, thanks. So a uh, pretty tough game here for you guys tonight. Uh, it was a rough start here, and uh, there were there were a, there was a few things I feel like could have gone just a little bit differently to make the game at least a little bit closer, such as uh, taking advantage of those false starts there in that second drive there. Do you, do you kind of agree that that kind of shifted the momentum of the game? Yeah, I, I mean, I thought for the most part offensively, um, honestly, we had a nice game plan. We had guys open. We either didn't catch it or didn't hit it or overthrew it. Um, so I thought things were working except the fact that we weren't executing the actual finish of a play. So. Uh, defensively, we kind of hung in there. They're a good football team offensively, obviously, and then defense is always strong for them. But, um, you know, I think our youth certainly showed tonight with a lot of young guys playing and a lot of first-time starters, and, and that first quarter was definitely indicative of that. Yes, and that, that first quarter was the tough part. And like you said, I, I remember just off the top of my head here a few third-down plays where you had uh, guys open. I remember, uh, I think uh, – Carson was open on a little in route yep. over the middle yep. on the third down play. His helmet. Yep. yep, yep, and it went over his head. So just like a few plays here and there, and the game could have been different. Sure. It could have been at least closer there at halftime like it was last year. Do, is that the kind of thing you're going to tell you guys in the locker room after the game, that it, that you, you didn't play at maybe as bad as the score says? Yeah, I mean, I, that was the first thing I told them at halftime. I said, man, I said, you know, they're good. I mean, obviously they're good, but I, I think we're a pretty good football team, honestly, because those little things, you know, just – 
short arm in the catch in a little bit, think, looking around and seeing if somebody's coming. All stuff where the speed of the game really makes a difference. And when you come from a lot of our sophomores starting, they come from playing freshman ball. That's a whole different ball game. And they, they found that out tonight against probably one of the best teams in Class B. So I, I think playing a game like this, your first game, you don't get a false sense of being good. Uh, you, you get a real sense of what you need to work on and how good you can be. Yeah, I think that's a good point right there. This is kind of one of those uh, maybe could be an early season wake-up call here for the team, and maybe uh, you guys can kind of use this to see where you really need to improve and hopefully get better as the weeks go on. Yeah, I think so. You know, I mean, um, you know, even Alex Soboto will tell you he didn't play his best game, and, and he knew it, and, and he's going to be our guy, and he's going he's gonna to get better, and he, he's a film junkie. He'll sit there and watch it. He'll probably watch it tonight, and he probably should just take a night off and watch <laughs> it in the morning. But, uh, you know, I mean – we got a great group of kids, and I'm not worried about that at all. We got seniors that police everybody, and uh, you know they're going to keep guys going in the right direction, and we're going to be just fine. Yeah, I was just about to ask you, but it seems like you already kind of gave me the answer there. Uh, this, this you, you told me the goal this year was to make playoffs. The seniors think they can do it. Everybody thinks they can do it. Do you think this has deterred them at all? Or do you think this will make them more determined? I don't. I, I think we'll be just fine. I mean. Mm-hmm. Um, they'll be ready to get back to work on Monday and, and watch the film and, and really see what they need to work on. And that was our kind of our emphasis at the end is, you know, let's really watch yourself. I mean, what could you have done different? What, you know, what areas can you improve on? And then we just need to go to work and get better at it. So I think we'll do that, um, you know, and our coaches will do a good job of coaching them up. They always do. And, and you got to remind them that this was a, a pretty darn good football team out here tonight, the McCook Bison. Yeah, I mean, I don't know, preseason three, but I'd say arguably they're probably one of the top you know, top number one, two, three teams for sure. Yep, in Class B. And uh, plenty of people have them going to at least the semifinals, some into the state finals. So <laughs> it's uh, it's it's early in the year. Like we said, it's probably may- not good, obviously, to have a loss like this. But at least you know you can improve from here. It's only uphill from here. Sure, sure. Yes. Yeah, I mean, you just – you never know what you got in the first game. And then when you mm-hmm. come out, you just, you're just kind of going out there and let's go out and play hard. And I thought our kids played hard. Um, you know, we didn't always play well. We didn't always execute – the way we should have, but uh, I thought the effort was really good. And, um, you know, we talked a little bit. I saw there was a lull in there with some body language and things like that. And, you know, we just talked about you can't revert back to that. you got to continue to stay the course and just keep working every day. And then last question for you here, Coach. Uh, the second half, they really still played their hearts out. What does that say about your team? Especially uh, on defense, they no got surprise, a lot of stops. No surprise to me at all. I mean, uh, you know, they're, they're just ready to play. And so whatever the score is, they're going to go out and they're, they're going to do a good job. And, and do their best. You know, they're going to they're gonna give every, everything they have. All right, Coach Shoemaker, thank you for joining us. That is Coach Charlie Shoemaker here on ESPN 1550. We will take a quick break and then have a wrap-up on uh, ESPN 50 KICS Hastings. Physical Therapy and Sports Rehab of Hastings is the trusted name in sports injury management. The staff of PTSR provides up-to-date and efficient care of sports-related injuries, returning athletes quickly and safely back to the playing field. PTSR offers free evaluation of sports-related injuries to all area athletes during convenient 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. hours, Monday through Friday. Call 402-462-8824. Remember, Physical Therapy and Sports Rehab of Hastings for all your physical or occupational therapy needs. Back here at Hastings College for a little quick wrap-up. Again, our final here at Hastings College. The Hastings High Tigers, nothing. McCook Bison, 41. As you just heard in the post-game interview, Charlie Shoemaker still has plenty of optimism with this team. Still thinks they can make the playoffs. This doesn't deter them. They're playing against a great McCook team here tonight. This is not the end of the world. 
as it were. This is the first game of the season. They're only 0-1. It might have been not a great first game, but nonetheless, it's 0-1. It doesn't matter if they lose 41 to nothing or 41-40. to They're still 0-1, and they're going to be uh, looking ahead to next week. I'm sure they're going to put this loss behind them quickly. They got a lot of seniors on the team, a lot of juniors, a lot of guys with experience. Some guys with not so much experience, but those older guys will bring them along and tell them, all right, we're done with that week. We're moving on to next week. So we are moving on to next week as well. That does it here for us at Hastings College. For my statistician, Geno Smith, I am Mike Spataro. You are listening to High School Football on ESPN 1550 KICS Hastings. The Coach's Post Game Show has been brought to you by Cully Pipe and Steel, 405 West South Street in Hastings. Call 402-463-5678. High School Football has been an exclusive presentation of Platte River Radio Sports, ESPN 1550, KICS Hastings. Exactly where he needed to be and read that exactly right.